It's your boy Jumpman Jones, and I'm here to tell you about Podcoin. Podcoin is the app that pays you to listen to podcasts. So here's how it works. Go to your app store on your phone and download the app Podcoin. Go to it. Listen to any of your favorite podcasts, including this one, KSP, and earn points for listening to Podcoin. What can you do with your points? You could do anything from getting an Amazon gift card, getting a coffee from Starbucks, or if you're one of those, I don't know, noble type people, you could give to a charity or some shit. Anyway, download Podcoin, use the code KSP, and get 300 Podcoin on us. Go to your app store now, download Podcoin, and enjoy the show. <laughs> on the miles with that yank hard yesterday, Skip. I be on these miles of hen dog and now y'all got problems with me. That, Let uh... me celebrate. I, like, if I don't get a dog, I will get a pig. But pigs is just, you have to be like... A pig and a hog are two You gotta have things. bread to have a pig because it's a different type of food you have to feed. Yeah. Take them to the vet regularly. A so dog, you good. Until that nigga start coughing up blood or in the backyard throwing up. <sighs> then you gotta take them to the vet. <laughs> Hog, you gotta take in regularly. All right, I'm, I I'm starting my podcast. I'm Are we recording I'm, now? I'm starting my podcast. Why we're not? He hasn't even asked me any questions. Nah, we're we recording? Yes, we are. Oh, <laughs> you ruined it <laughs> with your hog talk. I didn't know. Yes, you did. The hog. I was gonna ask you about black men don't cheat day. I have no idea what and you're talking why? about. And the only people against black men don't cheat day are white. I mean, black women. Don't close the door. But I do not recall. Preach, brother. Oh, trust me, babe. I've been there before. <laughs> y'all don't want us to have nothing. Nothing without y'all. Yo, check this out. Happy Monday, happy Monday, happy Monday. We're going to start it off real smooth. Look, Anderson's pack. They call this one Twilight. Happy birthday, Johnny Guthrie Sr. Happy birthday, Big Pop. Let's go, let's go, let's go.
I did not mean to play that out like that. It won't let me pause. It was so, a what good up, jam. Man? Thank you, thank you, thank you. That's Anderson Peck. Call that Twilight. It's on that new album, Ventura. What up, y'all? It's your boy Jumpman Jones. You're now live inside episode 58 of the Kicking Shit Podcast. And today, to my left, Weighing in at 190 pounds, five foot nine, all muscle, the one, the only, the furious, the undefeated, Jukebox Johnny. What's poppin', man? How y'all doing today? How y'all doing today? I don't hear ya! <laughs> I don't hear ya, goddammit! Oh my god, they need to turn it down! <laughs> <laughs> Alright, to my right, to my right, to my right, natural hair, don't care. You know what it is, vernacular on 30, fuck 10. Oh, I was going to say, I was like, out of 100, 30 is terrible. <laughs> no, out of 10. <laughs> okay, 30 The beautiful, the talented, the well-spoken Miss Nikki. Hey, hey, I'm back. What's up, everybody? What's y'all doing? How y'all doing, man? We are recording early today, man, but it's still Monday. We are way ahead, man. Um, We got a... Sh- Every time I say we got a short show, we don't have a short so show. So don't say it. So maybe so I'm not going to even like say we have a short out. show. You got a short gonna, show. No, this not. nigga here. This nigga here. Your hog and black men don't cheat. Black men don't cheat. You you, you was what? preaching know, at, the right? beginning, at the beginning though. They yeah yeah. The only people I see women are the ones hating. The only ones I see hating. White women are like, yeah, you know what? I used to date a black guy. I don't think he ever cheated on me. See what I'm saying, man? Sisters got to do better. Black women like y'all. Sisters got to do better. What y'all not cheating today? Have you, have you First heard of, of all, <laughs> National Black Men Don't Cheat Day is pure crap. Okay. See, black men woman. do cheat. Why? The, the part that everyone's forgetting is obviously when we use this blanket statement, we don't mean all. The ones who come up in arms and be like, man, black men don't cheat. They're the ones that be cheating. <laughs> so maybe you shouldn't get an up in arms about I'm not it. even going to go with that negativity, man. We're not even getting into all Dang that negativity. It's a made up thing. day. Nah, bro. So you all have one day that black men don't cheat, and then we have 364 days of black women don't cheat. We took initiative and did every day is black women don't cheat day. That's what it is. Now black women cheat. Yeah, right. You want to know something? Tell that to all my niggas that got their heart broken. Oh my gosh. Hey, how many of my fellas out there that slept with somebody, girl? A black girl. True. At that. So and y'all cheat you're worse. A y'all be man. emotional when y'all cheat. Oh my god! And, and cheating to get a nut And off. how many of y'all niggas that married the girl are, are, are still with exactly. the girl I that, know a relationship that was cheating right on now, her man? I ain't about to put them on blast because I love whoa, them. Whoa, whoa, whoa! This, we're not getting into this because I will get very upset. And yeah. I've been drinking, so I will emotion. be very emotional about. Y'all cheat with emotion. Women, we we out here fucking. Considering like the fact that I have been cheated on. By a black I've been, I've been cheated on by a black woman. Okay, so black people <laughs> cheat. There you go. Dot oh. com. That sounds like all people. All, black people cheat. All no, lives yeah. matter. No, Never exactly. mind. I take it back. Wow. Yeah. Insensitivity. <laughs> yeah. Man, we trying to have our day. Shout out to you. That, don't though. get your day. You get so what your you song to do? and then that's it. You, you want hashtag some black men don't cheat day. I know. Hashtag man, most black men cheat. Why can't we just say black men don't cheat? This, this is disrespectful. Black, what if that is encouraging the next generation of black men not to See, cheat? See, that's fine. I like the way so, that you so spin I, that, but that's so, not what was going on all day. Oh, all day, it was they being, were cheating all day. No, it was being <laughs> slipped in as a reason for one re- one thing or another. Like, baby, you've been bothering me all day. You've been riding me. You've been thinking that I'm I'm um, uh, if you would have been riding him, he wouldn't have cheated. <laughs> well, Honest to God. <laughs> <laughs> 
I no longer want to participate in this <laughs> I know. How is every, yo, how's everybody doing, man? We haven't been together in a minute, man. Johnny, <laughs> no, man, man, talk, talk to Nikki. me, man. Clearly, because you're coming for we on me a screw, right now. We're on a screwdriver. Hey. Shout out to Tim the Tool Man Taylor. Oh, thinking of. Speaking of, I um notice. All right, out of all the episodes that we've done, we've done this would be our fourth one that we've actually had a drink during the episode. The whole cr- only like everybody four? together. Only four. The first twenty five episodes, I was drunk as shit. Okay. The say. next twenty five, I was high as hell. <laughs> oh, is that what we're doing? <laughs> I really don't count him drinking because I don't know the days he drinks before he'd, he comes. No, he'd show I up. I don't know. Okay, so actually having a drink next to us. Wow, we. There's only I've, been four. Only, I've actually only been like drinking on the mic. Last time was my fourth. Oh, really? Was you dropped the Christmas episode. Ten right? episodes. Ten. No Christmas. Oh. No, was I? Was I on? For, no, 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 no. I didn't Christmas. Ten. It was ten. It was. And then it didn't. It wasn't until like. I'm not going back. And it was the Sangria episode. Ten. Oh, the yeah, Sangria the episode. Sangria. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Make that again. Oh make yeah. It. And I was trying I to get you to make them this weekend, but oh, we we'll have things. Because last time I made it was when I dropped the girls off. So maybe oh, when I dropped the girls so off, that's when it that'll was. be our thing. Okay, yeah. good. I thought it was I, this, I thought it was pre girls and not post girls. Yeah, the, the actual day I dropped them off, I came back and I it made, made sangria. Got it. All right, I cannot wait. That is the best thing ever, Johnny Sangria. Johnny, how your week been, man? Man, it's been pretty good, man. Just chilling, man. Went out to go see James the Jellyfish. Shout out to James. Shout the out Jellyfish. James, man. Uh, do his stand up. It was pretty good. Y'all gotta come check him out. I'm uh, definitely coming. That was a Wednesday night, right? It was on Wednesday. It's gonna be a Wednesday night next time. The um, comedy zone. I'm just gonna have to stay up late vacation. for. It's summer vacation. Yeah, comedy I'm zone. I think you do on time. Tuesday. Yeah, I'm gonna have to do that. I'm gonna have to stay up late for. Um, what else was going on? It was like open mic night. I like that vibe. Red 28. That's a different Red 28 that Shout I out used Red, to see. Because you see, it's like a whole bunch of young kids. Or, I don't know. They're starting to do bigger and better things as far as like the vibe. Yeah, yeah, and, definitely. Like, not the older I was crowd, but like, like I wasn't even smoking hookah. I was just out there chilling. chilling? Yeah. Um, but besides that, I did. You know, just. Getting ready, man. Getting, the, I got the girls a new bed. Oh uh, shit! And you know, shit Poppy like that, J. Uh, like some donut looking shit. I don't know. Small donuts. Small poppy. Definitely donut but, sheets. Um, baby shark. What are they uh, on now? What? What? Y'all what? take shits at work? <laughs> Is <laughs> Wait, that no, what happened to you this, this week? <laughs> no, I just asked it if y'all take shits. I do not. I have. Okay. Yes. So the thing is, I used to not be a fan of this. I used to hold it in until Me too. That's bad um, I got home. Me three. And then the other day, I was like, I can't fucking hold it no more. My uh-huh. fucking butt crack was sweating. And I was like, so what? Uh, so I went to the private bathroom that's on the other side of the building. I sat down, took a shit, and it was like the most enjoyable thing I did in a long time. And I'm like, now I do it. Like, I did it three times after that. Oh, you found it's like a I bathroom. go in there. You found a private spot. Yeah, I yeah. do that. I do that. I go in there. I, you know, I go on my computer. I'm just like, all right, schedule break. All right. And I go to the private bathroom, sit down, take a shit, get on my phone. I be on that bitch so long <laughs> that my leg fall asleep. <laughs> Fucking walking back like I got a disability or something. <laughs> but, um, yeah, that's my new past, favorite pastime. Oh, God. <laughs> Taking the wow. shit at work. From beds and babies to shits at work Nikki, how was your <laughs> week man how was Myrtle Beach talk to everybody how, how you Myrtle doing Myrtle Beach was a lot of fun it was literally like right after school got out I put those kids on the buses and then I headed out to Myrtle Beach I do weather was not that great though I do want to know about this dad hat what about it <laughs> it was windy 
I heard. I listened to the last episode. I was I like, why are you questioning my hat? First of all, it was a Giants hat. I want to know the rep. Oh. It was a Giants hat, so I had to rep that. But it was also because the way that my natural hair works, I don't like it just blowing all over the place and it looking a mess. Mm. So I slicked it back to a ponytail, and I knew that I was going to need to cover my face anyway because I'm not trying to get sunburned, and I was good to go. So it was nice, no rain? It rained. It, it definitely rained. did. It rained the whole weekend. We had maybe like two hours where it didn't rain that we were out on the beach. Which but I- the weather was actually really good as far as like right before because it was nice and breezy. It wasn't hot. Like people were, it was crowded. People were out. Where'd y'all oh, come yeah, back? We came back Sunday. Oh, okay. So we like left Friday. Came and that's when Sunday. it stopped raining. No, it rained on the way there. Uh-huh. It rained Saturday night. And then it rained Sunday morning. Oh, so it rained right. the whole time we were there. You don't got to say it on a mic, was... but anybody get laid? No. <laughs> <laughs> but no. she ain't got to say it on the mic, so therefore it, we ha- we'll have to find out later if anybody got no. laid. Um, but, yeah, it was a good time. It was just nice to kind of bond and yeah. just sit around and drink lots of tequila. That's true. Girls can tequila have a good a weekend without getting ass. Guys, somebody has to get Isn't laid on like a guy's trip. Isn't that like the goal trip. when guys no, go on a trip? No, I disagree, disagree. I 1,000%. So, you, no, so when 1, dudes get together, they don't uh, always go for like the intense. It could be like, a good time, but if a guy it, gets laid, it's a 10 out of 10. But if a, nobody gets laid, it's an 8 out of 10. So one guy uh, has to get laid. Yeah. Okay, I feel you on that. I feel you on that. I feel you on that. on the trip. If one person gets some ass, it's like everybody got ass. If everybody gets some ass, that's one for the age. <laughs> Even if the, the the married nigga gets some ass. Wow. Yeah. Oh, but, oh that's the one. But black men. Yeah, don't you can't the one to get the ass. <laughs> yeah. I, nobody else do. You can't know you about that one though. You like, I don't even want to know yeah. that. <laughs> I'm good on that. But black men don't cheat, right? Uh, yeah, we're gonna dive in the head. I got white friends. What? I got white friends. You ain't going on no beach trip with no white friends. Come on, Ben. Holler at me, bro. Let's go to the beach together. So we did do a lot of caping for black men just to fuck it up. Yup. I'm just going to tell you that Yeah, right we do. Yup. Who gives a fuck? Tell all your secrets. That's what they do no anyway. Secrets. They got secrets. We're going to kick it to Jukebox Johnny for those politrics. That's what's up. My computer tripping. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> politrics, man. We back at it again, man. Um, I want to start with Sarah Huckabee Sanders. Hey. She's been Trump's press secretary. Um, since he started as president. And pretty much what the press secretary does, if you does if you don't know, is she's the one that comes out and she informs the press of what's going on within the White House. Um, and she's been Trump's press secretary since he started the presidency, so she's been it for about three years now. And she's uh, leaving at the end of the month. Has so it been that long? Yeah. Jeez. I know we've had she's been Trump lying for three years. Three years. She's been a good press secretary for the president that she has. She's like she tough as hell. I like Sarah. Um, but she tough as hell, but she, I think she's just tired of doing it. I think she want to move on with her career. So he's looking for replacements and he's thinking about pulling like somebody from, um, TV to be his press secretary. You're Ooh. joking, nope. right? Seriously. They say, they say it's a TV personality. That's a front runner. He he's hasn't probably mentioned gonna who it hire is. Probably Tommy, Sean Hannity. Tommy Lawrence or Ooh, whatever nah, I hope is. he doesn't do Tommy Lawrence. I think he's going to oh, probably do know. like Sean Hannity or somebody from Fox. Mm. Um, interesting. That is very interesting. I'm sorry, man. My laptop fucking up right now. Uh, is um, it charging? Yes, yeah, charging. But like every time I try to put my password in, there we go. Um, because mm. I was trying to pull up my list. It's a whole lot of ums going. Oh, on but also there. Kim Kardashian was on Capitol Hill this week. Ah, uh, she did go to Capitol Hill. Yep, yeah, she spoke with Trump. They talked about um, oh, her in you know prison reform and letting uh, criminals out of jail. 
for uh, crimes like drugs and, you know, lesser crimes that they got a lot of time for. Um, she sounded pretty good. I'm not going to lie. I thought she was going to get up there and sound stupid, but I was very proud of her, man. Random side note, I've watched a couple episodes of, like, the new season of Keeping Up with the Kardashians, yeah. and you can tell that she's actually, like, really interested in it. Yeah, she And is. she's not just kind of doing it because she's bored. Yeah. And mm. so, like, I know that I personally can stop making fun of her about it because I mean I love her for the most part like now she she has black kids yeah and now she has to sound like you listened to last week's episode it sounds like something you would you said like, I was just about to say that yeah I was just about to say that but I've been caping for the Kardashians for a while so it's good to turn a, uh, a not a atheist into a believer <laughs> when it comes to Kardashians <laughs> yeah. great Kanye lines <laughs> um, and then also want to talk about Sedan I'm not really educated on this but i know rihanna posted about this about the uh the women what getting raped yeah i mean as far as the way that sudan is going on i i don't know all the like real real big details but as far as like the president like being ousted and the mm-hmm. military control yeah, coming the military's in controlling they're, it now. they're out of control yeah. and they're raping they're killing and they're just so, like, like 24 the people purge. that's doing this yeah 24 7 purge yeah people are missing they're killing people and throwing them in the nile river why they're raping women and children like it's yeah. insane uh, what, that's crazy what, what how many this sickos on? we have in the world imagine if that happened in america you think people what, would be out here raping like that what bought this on mm-hmm. um something about the regime changing so their president yeah. that they originally had he's being ousted because of um like politics and things like that that are just not going the way and um i've been trying to look up some more articles and i'm not gonna lie when it comes to stuff like this there's so many different yeah, things is. that it gets kind of confusing as far as like what they're actually wanting to achieve but it's it's kind of come to a head recently where all the 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 military control that's taken over mm-hmm. in, until they can figure out their whole um like presidency and like their whole so since there the is country. no person running the country people are just going wild it, that's what it's but they like. still have military to enforce laws to enforce military pretty much took over the country yeah. pretty much ah, so they're, in so the they're not really enforcing right laws now. they're kind of mm-hmm. just doing whatever they yeah, want pretty much the military runs the country now and they letting them do whatever they want that would happen in america if we ever fail i think military is supposed to take over yeah but what do they do i mean if, if are we doing You're whatever just policing we want the people pretty much to until make we sure figure out what we're gonna do so obviously they're not policing these people too well yeah obviously yeah. That's one thing I got to give these countries that's so far ahead of all the, like, America. Shit, I would say the UK, but they going through some shit right now. Um, you know, we got a system, even though a lot of people don't like the system, it's in place to stop things from like this from happening. I think our system, I think all systems are just mental programming. And then, in this case, since you don't have a government, then the mental programming is telling you that there's nobody to enforce these laws so you can do whatever you want. Yeah. There's been a lot of protesting. I know that that is also a factor yeah. as in they've been trying to deal with these protesters by like arresting them or just like beating them. And now it's gone. Like I said, it's gone to a head because they're protesting the military being in control. Um, it also says something about um, that the Sudanese civilians are having issues with the fact that the president got arrested and is being charged in international criminal court um, Mm -hmm. for things that aren't working with, like, as far as their democracy. So there's a lot of, like, underlying issues that we don't really know about, obviously, because we don't live there. But Mm -hmm. they've had, um, like, Sudanese wars before. Mm -hmm. Like, they've had a lot of shit going on Yeah, Obama was trying to help them out when he was in office. Yeah, so Sudan has been, like, going through a lot of issues, but I think now it is, like, 
a serious crisis Shout because all these people are Shout missing out to Barack Obama and like and nobody's really talking about it. I want some more Barack Obama in my life, but it's just hard. He's just like off the grid. Amazing, amazing. <laughs> yeah, man. I would love if they had a reality show. Oh, I like would. that you said last week how you mentioned like we know information, but we are not like the the news source that you should just get all of your information from. You like that, huh? I do. I definitely said that, but go ahead. Give okay. Johnny what, me, huh? <laughs> I, I didn't say, say that. You, no, I didn't say to you, Johnny. I said oh. specifically <laughs> that you said it. I pointed to you. Oh, you yeah. pointed to I me. I did. I was not looking. No, you weren't. So don't be trying to like make it seem like everything's about. Where are we at? <laughs> That's about it. I mean, the um the first Democratic um debate lineup had been launched so they're gonna split them up because it's 23 candidates god damn so they're gonna do so 10 candidates many. one night and 13 the other night uh it's one group that i really like they strategically got, are putting groups together yeah but like the 10 that moved, don't matter and then the 13 yeah, that but we they care put about elizabeth warren with that group of, for the people that don't so matter she can look amazing yeah exactly but uh, bernie sanders kamala harris andrew yang joe uh, biden they all in the same one that's gonna be the one to watch don't don't matter. See. they in the one that matters and then elizabeth warren's in the group with like fucking energy consultants and shit like that that's got enough people she gonna run them under the table what my starbucks Probably. nigga he's still doing he's this in shit? that one with elizabeth warren okay yeah, he there but I'm Wait, interested the CEO to see the Starbucks one running Biden for president? and Sanders. I want to see yes. Biden and Sanders go at it. <laughs> Independent, um, though. I want to see Kamala Harris see what she's going to do. Talk about... Uh, Cory Booker's in with a woman to live with Warren, though. But like I said, I think he's irrelevant right now. And Andrew Yang is my boy, so I want to see how he's going to do. LJ, LJ, your granddad is the third base coach in the Braves. I'm sorry. That's I'm just, what's up, man. This game is getting good. We got the same slave masters. Oh, wow. Fu- I didn't fucking, they yeah. they always They the comeback kings. They, mm. This is the what they do. Masters. This is what they do. Two chains. Anyway. Alright. Um Can you have chains on while you're playing baseball? Oh, most Clearly. definitely. One hundred percent. They used to football wear them in football. Shit. shit, Michael Jordan used to wear his on the basketball. But court. then it gets grabbed in Henry won wore in the wore one in the pool. Shout out to Henry. <laughs> Shout out to Henry, man. <laughs> Who y'all voting for, man? Y'all waiting to see these I debates? I told you Yang, my nigga, bro. That nigga talk about thousand dollars for each household. <laughs> Fuck that. That's Whoever all I need talk to hear. about these reparations might get me a uh to a to a uh, ballot <laughs> box. I'm gonna I'm go to get for that. obviously my women. Yeah. So you vote yes. for a woman regardless. I want to. You want Obviously, to. I still I care about like their their specific things that they're going to talk about. I would like them to have a um a stand strongly on things especially with women's rights. Like it's not all just going to be about tuition or climate change. Like I think we also need to to touch on women's you. rights because Hillary tried to do that and it just kind of got brushed Hillary away. Was, I mean, honest, actually, Hillary so. was lazy as hell. <laughs> And that's why she lost. What is the difference between you and you? What's the, what's the difference between women receiving rights and how does that affect? Like when women receive rights, rights or any justices, how does that directly affect you being a black woman? I'm just curious. It really depends on what the right is. And as far as how it affects me is, I guess, when it trickles down to like per state or even statistical, like like where I'm located. So, I mean, for example, this whole abortion thing, it's starting, it's, it's a whole umbrella, but then when you go state by state, you're going to start to see demographics of who it affects more. So there might be certain things that might not necessarily affect black women, but they might affect white women more. So I think it really just depends. So for example, if someone was going to take a stance on figuring out why black women are, are struggling with staying alive while giving birth and not having so many complications after birth, 
That would be something to, to, that black women would be like, hey, this really That's pertains to me. This is a very hot button issue. But I mean, for the lack of better words, abortion is something you should that work for a everybody. campaign. They need your input. I mean, I know a little bit about some stuff, but that's what's up. Wait till next year, though. We go. We research. talk about voting every week. Every week. I know, right? Yeah, more than likely, we're gonna talk about it. Every Focus week. on a candidate. Is this not the year? Next year. No, twenty twenty. Mm-hmm. Okay, you know we I still know just shit. these just people putting their name in a ring. This Random time next side, year, no, we, we went to Mar- right. in we'll Myrtle Beach. Who, there was a uh, whole the people are. block that was like Trump supporters. Oh, I bet it I was like a gun. South Carolina gun shop that was like pry this from my hands come yeah. and try and take it and then there was like two shops that was like trump 2020 all over it like I mean, we had yeah. to walk around south it. carolina i better see yeah trump but like it <laughs> was you just that one part uh, of the liberal. whole myrtle greenville. beach or columbia oh yeah columbia columbia would be another place you probably wouldn't see too much of it really yeah, yeah. i mean where it's honestly you see a lot of trump shit everybody work for bmw and you greenville. see a lot of trump shit once you leave charlotte like you spend a lot of time in charlotte oh yeah man. concord got a whole bunch of get your ass in concord wait till annapolis i love going to the good up there all that Charlotte shit. bubble for a minute. Yeah, that Charlotte bubble will keep you, make you think like North Carolina's great. No, nigga, leave. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> leave. We'll see. That's you, what sir. happens when you take think of the cities in certain north. states, and then you forget about all the other ones. Yeah. True. Bigger cities are different. That's now, North Carolina. Lost, I will. I will well, say Raleigh is yeah. one of those places where you'll see some Trump support, and that's because it's government in there, though. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. There's you, a lot of government. You, in, you, uh, you'll see it like you would Raleigh. see it in a Winston or something like that. Yeah. All right. Um. Also, this week, New York. Uh, is going to decriminalize prostitution. Well, they have presented a bill to decriminalize prostitution. Um, this bill has been introduced in New York. What it basically is going to do is, I, it's not going to make prostitution legal. But what confuses is confuses me is, it 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 won't be criminal act to buy, sell, or promote prostitution. So to me, that sounds like legal. Yeah. I'm. I don't know. I think it'd be the same as Nevada. That's my guess. But they're still going to make prohibitions on any sex trafficking or coercion or any yeah. abuse. That's the thing I don't get. They say it's to help sex trafficking, but I don't understand how it helps it. If um, you legalize it? Yeah. I think it makes it... Well, once you legalize... If you decriminalize it, then it helps the people who have been in sex trafficking who have... Who, who are now victims. adults. You know what I'm saying? Who just... This is their lifestyle. It helps. Oh, it, it gives it them certain. It, it keeps so them from getting these bullshit charges. Okay, you know what I'm saying? Because yeah, if you're, these if you're involved in something illegal, if you get into if you get into a situation where you need, um, like criminal help, yeah, you can't do it because you're mm. doing something illegal. That so if they sense. make prostitution legal for sex workers, and these girls can get that, yeah, these girls. If can they're get the dealing help they with need. abuse, or if they're getting robbed, or sex trafficking, and all that stuff, that is able to be helped i got you because if you're abused by somebody and you're committing a illegal act they're gonna be like you're also in trouble exactly so just, just like if you're selling drugs and your drugs get stolen you can't yeah, call you the can't, cops can't and be like that. my oh, drugs got, got stolen because you. so yeah. you're, you're selling, selling drugs and they can beat your ass you can report that you cannot report it because hey, it's illegal officer i was out here doing the job and i got robbed and you know so yeah. exactly so that's i think that's up. where it's more i'll be in for. new york a couple times after this shit get passed all righty then uh, and also head. <laughs> that's all i want do you have to go to new york for that no but i just want to pay for it to get the experience call your friend <laughs> i leave my niggas alone all right man uh <laughs> 
Also, Colorado, in Colorado, the state of Colorado has grossed $1 billion in tax revenue from marijuana sales. That's crazy. What is the state of Colorado doing? Colorado with the, money? With the new El Chapo. <laughs> the, the West is ahead. The West is so ahead of the yeah. East. It's fucking so Bible crazy. Belt, bro. Messing it up, bro. I'm not even and gonna it's say gonna that. Stay like that forever. I think that war between the Confederate states and mm-hmm. the Union is still alive here. Yeah, Confederate and out a bit west, mad. out west was pretty much Mexico. Pretty and much. Yeah, they were neutral. The, uh, Oregon. Yeah, they went out yeah. there and they toured and they pretty much. You know, but hey, man, got that land and did what they did. But it's so hippie out there. It's so carefree. Not it to is. say racism don't exist out there, but the the vibe. Once you have you anybody, if you've ever been to California, you know, getting off that plane, the vibe changes. It's like whoa. Denver we're, definitely is a vibe. Not. When I went there, I loved it. You went to Denver. I'm not been to when Denver. I went to San Francisco, I hopped off the plane. That was the first time I didn't feel like a black guy. Like, I knew I was a black guy. In Denver? No, in San, now when I went to San Francisco. Oh. And when I went to San Francisco, I knew I was a black guy. I acted like a black guy. Was it a lot of Asian people feel, there? It was definitely a lot of Asian okay. people. A lot of Asian people, a lot of Latinos and Hispanics or, or whatever is the proper for that. Um, Shout out to white Jenny. People. Shout out to Jenny. Yeah, I used to date Jenny. So, <laughs> definitely a different vibe in California, but... The one billion in tax revenue has been allotted to education, environmental services, human services, and public health. You said so, Colorado, right? In Not Colorado, California. In Colorado. Okay, I was Colorado. I was just talking about our West period. Oh. Um, but with the money they've been making from the legalization for America, because they're the first ones to legalize it retail. Yes. I think California did it medicinally, and now it's retail. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So now with Colorado being the first, and they've grossed all this money, this is what they've done with their tax money. I think every slate state... That's beautiful. I think every state right now is slow they to should. do it. It's and better I'm, than this fucking bullshit education lottery that I ain't... I don't know where that fucking money goes. But go. this is the thing. Niggas hit the mega millions every fucking weekend. This is the thing. I do want to research and figure out how good are Colorado schools really? How much do their teachers make? Shit like that, like yeah. find out because I see the numbers and the percentages allowed it, and those are big percentages out of a billion. Like I don't foresee that going towards their ten percent um, for education salaries. out of a billion. It's and probably going to go towards like know. funding for actually the schools. Like oh. schools need shit. Yeah, yeah, and I would like to see if it's helping the school system and the teachers, not just one thing, but both. Does the teachers need it? Like I say, I yeah. say this every week: teachers, your firefighters, your, your police officers. Civil servants need to get paid. So that's true. I, I want to see if it was a plot because eventually it will be legal here. Yeah. Uh, I know North Carolina. So? Yes. North Carolina is definitely North Carolina is definitely next legalizing this. Really? Shit. Uh, you think so? Yes. I it's think been, Florida would happen before. We are a tobacco state, so we have the soil for this. That's why you see all the CBD shops popping up because they're preparing. And, 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 um, you think so? Oh, yes. Uh, yes. Yes. I've we talked definitely to some, could do it. Huh. I've talked to we some business tobacco owners. Country. Who have spaces? Who are trying to get their office spaces ready, and they're trying to acquire land to grow marijuana because that's oh. what you need licensing for that. So that they, they mm-hmm. offer, like, if you look it up, they offer classes here for for because you have you to start get growing it. You you have to be licensed. I'm about to, to take one. I'm trying to grow some. You have to be licensed to grow. And I'm all for it. And 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 if you already have a building, you can sell out of that building. So like Jamal has a building. He could sell out of that building. Weed out Jamal. But you just yeah. need a license to be able to sell and grow. So Do you that's know how what, chill teachers would be. That's why there's so many CD. <laughs> that, exactly. Shit. 
That's why there's so many CBD shops on every corner, though, because everybody's getting their license. They're getting prepared okay. now because this it's next. It's yeah. coming. You know how in business you can see things coming from afar. You you know you predict things. Look at you. So That's what's up. Look at my nigga. It's coming. You ready I got for a tangent, that, man? I got friends friends in the uh, cannabis industry. I got a industry. question Go ahead. for you. Go ahead. <laughs> the cannabis the industry. Teachers are registered nurses. Registered nurses. Ooh, why do you think rip. so? No, off rip. That's not even an argument. You think so? Why? Cause they on their feet all day. Who registered nurses? Yeah. Come on, dog. You see how many bottle girls are registered nurses? That is true. All that them chicks true. we like. Shit, Karuchi was probably. But teachers a hang out nurse. with kids all day, so if they get any ounce of another adult Bro. in their life, they gonna give you everything they got. Teachers are uh, teachers are registered nurses. I work with registered nurses. They do have ass, I bro, that. and they got a hustle like body's probably other. tighter on the registered nurse. Why oh, the bottle was happening? the body is way <laughs> tight on the registered nurse. Why is this happening? <laughs> I said you ready for a tangent. I'm not going to. Get I don't even want to fight. I it used was to this. follow a I'm girl. Who it was this or when they see us. I'm like, fuck it. I'm going for the RN <laughs> versus the teachers. You got the better vagina. <laughs> <laughs> Like the ratio is off. Why? Of, that y'all have been with teachers and registered nurses. You think so? I think the ratio is I've off. I've been with a few teachers. It's hard to fuck a registered nurse. I need to go front. That oh, so true. because you have like, to work harder, hard, I guess? Oh, yo. No, nah, this is the type of niggas they like. Most registered nurses are also hood chicks. Like, they some hood girl. Like, oh, they, that's the go-to degree. So their vagina's it better? It is. That's the power couple. Trap no, guy. No, that's no, what no, you're no, saying. No, 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 They look better. They look like, what? they're the IG oh, wow. model. Teachers you want to see my better. IG teachers models? Ugly. I've hit some teachers. No, no, no. You want to see my IG models? Ain't none of them teachers. They register nurses like a, like a fuck. All them, all them, I get in the gym and I do squats and that's how I built this ass. Them yeah. register nurses. That is and true. And bottle girls. Like, that is true. That's the all RNs, that shit be. Gym membership comes with the job. That's why I say, teachers, you got to rock out with the gym coach. I wouldn't coach. be shocked if Karuchi was a nurse. Oh Wasn't she a IG chick? She probably oh was. Yeah, shout out to Chris Brown. He, he made her career and then she the did him dirty. And then he hit her. Uh, he I'm hit pretty her sure IG. Amber Rose, if she wasn't going to be a stripper, she <laughs> nah, was going to be a uh, registered. Matter of fact, I know a couple strippers that used to tr- strip at Carousel. They're, they're registered <laughs> nurses now. Oh, my God. Yeah, you, you asked for a tangent. I gave you a tangent. I'm so sorry <laughs> if you are a registered nurse out there. If you're a registered nurse out there, I feel sorry for the teachers. I feel sorry for the teachers. Y'all got the bad pussy. Nah, I'm not gonna say <laughs> oh, oh, I can't say they got the bad pussy. I can't say That's that what he's saying. <laughs> I fell for it. I just said the bad. The, the, oh my god, man! I'm sorry, y'all. All right, um, <laughs> all right. Before we get yo, you stupid. All right, in the DR, two more people shot. Two more people dead. My fault. Um, Yvette Short and Layla Cox. They're associating these deaths with tainted. Alcohol in these res- resorts hmm. saying that it may be bootlegged alcohol, so they're doing toxicology reports on all those recent deaths. How bad does that to be but to I kill think, you? I, yeah, people are canceling their trips to the DR. But the biggest issue this week from the DR, I've been seeing all over ESPN the one, the only, and let's give a shout out Big Poppy of the Boston Red Sox. Shout out Big Poppy was Big Poppy. shot in the DR. Now there's a lot of rumors saying he was banging a mob boss's or a drug cartel's wife, or uh, one of his main joints, which is said to not be true. But I gotta shout the DR out, man, because Big Poppy is a big name, and unlike the Nipsey Hustle shooting, where my man walked up on Nipsey Hustle and got away, and we had to search for this nigga for a week. 
The dude shot Big Poppy and didn't make it down the block. The locals tracked this man down and beat his ass. That's how you post. So you to gotta it. shout that shit out, man. That's some respect and that's some real love right there. Like Big Poppy, what three time World Series champion? Big Poppy, four maybe. I'll Google that later. <laughs> but yeah, so Dr. is hectic right now, man. So if y'all got trips planned to the Dr. Man, um, I know last week I was saying this might be a government ploy, but. Uh, you might want to. <laughs> wow. You might really want to stay at home. All right, man. Let's take a flashback here. All right, all right. We're gonna flash it back a little bit. So a lot of things come back to style. Fila came back in style. Forever, I love Atlanta. Fila came back, and Fila's still hot in Atlanta. I don't know why them niggas is wearing them trash ashes. A uh, Reebok Classics came Wait, back in style. What? The Sacconi type Fila's came back in style. True. And now. And I wish I had a drum roll sound, but we'll go. We'll do that. Da da da. Yeah. Baby Fat's coming back. Baby Fat. Shout out to Kamora Lee Simmons. I guess it's Kamora Lee now. Forever 21 is bringing back Baby Fat. Good for them. I wonder how much they paid for that. Nikki, how much Baby Fat you had over there in Hawaii? How was you killing them at school? TJ Maxx killing had with the, the body suit. You had the TJ body suit. TJ Maxx had the baby no. fat zipper, the zip I, up body. And you had the tits for the body suit. You could like have it unbutoned. Like you so had the boobies back then. It's with Hawaii the and it's uh-huh. hot. Oh yeah, true. No so you didn't do the body suit. No. You. Yo, you remember the baby fat body suit? Oh yeah, yeah, the baby fat body suit. I used to love when the, the girls uh, came with the baby the, fat the, body suit. Like the uh-huh. jean skirt. Okay. So you had the baby fat jean skirt. I kept it simple. You remember the jean skirt and just like the tank tops with the little. Look yeah. Oh, so you was really showing your your, your, your cleave <laughs> back then. The, um, You've been embracing your. Remember boots. the ones that had the laces, like the shoelaces on the cleavage, the baby oh, fat. No. Oh, my I know mother that was one. not gonna let one. me get one of those. Oh, okay. No, no, no. Was you sneaking out her. the house with some of this baby fat clothing, or you just walking no. out the front door? No, I bought the ones that I could actually walk out the house. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> Look at you. You're a good kid. That's what I was. was. Fat far gonna come back then. Ew. Fat never. far. I hope not. <laughs> Never. Ooh, fat, need to come you back. know what took Bring Fat back Farm out? Um, Rockerwear took Fat Farm out with their jean suits and shit. Oh, yeah. And Sean John. Sean, Sean John's jean suits are nice. I'm confused because Sean John is still here. Yeah. Sean John is still well, here. You gotta make the formal wear out. They make yeah. a lot of money formally. So you can't go and like buy like a velour suit anymore. No, you can't. But the Rockerwear velour suit. That'd be and dope, the Pele Pele velour suit. Oh, I had a Pele Pele and a Carl Kanai. I had a Carl Kanai. They tried to bring the Carl Kanai back. Yeah. Um, What's it called? Urban Outfitters bought Fubu. They bought oh, they Fubu did? back a little bit. If you go on their website, you can get the O with the L on it and the FB yeah. and the cursive stitch for like 30, 40 bucks. I remember when they came out with the different states. I was hoping they would come out of North Carolina oh, or Charlotte. Oh, they had one. Atlanta yeah. and New York. Man, did they have Baltimore? I don't know. I think they just had like the major LA, Los Angeles, New York, Chicago. That was that Welcome to Atlanta video yeah. where Chris bought that shit out. Oh, yeah. Welcome to Atlanta, motherfucker. Chris, man, that nigga had a career. Niggas forget about his career. Jack and Hammer's the top top five uh ludicrous songs. Let's go. Let's get Ooh, it. Ooh, that's gonna be tough, man. Top five is ludicrous songs. I ain't listen to ludicrous Throw so them bows. Move yeah, throw bitch. Throw them bows definitely. Move bitch. Move might be number one. Move move is Flash waterfalls. Oh yeah. Ooh. Oh yeah. Make that love was to th- me. That was oh. classic. A lot of people. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta say uh area codes. Oh, Area yeah, Codes was my favorite. Uh, yeah. Nate, dog. That was every um, dude's favorite song. Freaky Things was one of my favorites. Mm-hmm. Freaky Things. We be What was bowed on Chicken em. and Beer? He had a couple joints on Chicken and Beer. Um, Saturday. Oh, yeah. Saturday Chicken was is actually the only ludicrous album I own. Mm, I had Word of Mouth, too. Oh, yeah. And then uh, Red Light District. 
Red light district. We well, getting yeah, no red. Oh, if, you was, if you're a weed smoker, blueberry yum yum with that shit. Oh, I got that get blueberry back? yum yum yeah. and it's that's that, that fire. fire. Yeah. <laughs> Boy, we going back. Yeah, man. Let's keep it rolling. Yeah, you did have that one. You did have that one. Um, yeah, that's coming back. Also, what's coming back? Y'all want to know what else coming back? Coming to your TV screen live and direct. Ready yet? Get set. It's all that. Boo. Oh, yeah. I heard about all that coming back. I heard about that. Oh. Shit. My daughter sent me a message like, yo, this look whack. Because you probably know, right. It looks terrible. Me and my daughter will do Snick. So I'll turn, I'll, I'll do the whole lineup. Yeah. I think I do the mid-90s lineup. I'll do, uh, of course, all that's first. Then Keenan and Kel. You know who should have did all that? to Alex Mack. And then we get into uh, Are You Afraid of the Dark? Who, who, who Nick should Cannon should produce all that. Nick Cannon should Because he knows how to go and find talent. He would go on I mean, YouTube doesn't he own Nickelodeon? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. He probably, he probably owns a piece. I think he owns he a own good a chunk of Nickelodeon. I hope he do. They're like, so Nick he take has that had his, this came across his desk at some point. And he was probably. like, it's good, whatever. But yeah. they let Keenan do it. <laughs> Isn't Keenan doing it? Keenan Thompson? No, he's doing his own show. Yeah. Oh, so who's producing all that? Probably uh, Mary Beth, whatever her name was. Oh, yeah, Mary Beth Ginsburg. Ginsburg. <sighs> Mary Beth was not that funny. She really was. She wasn't the funniest on that Is joint. it Lori Beth? Now, my man yeah, Josh. Josh. Josh was funny. Lori Beth. Josh was funny, but not Mary Beth. They also bring it back, Are You Afraid of the Dark? Um, I liked Are You Afraid of the Dark? Are they going to like redo With the my friends. Now, yeah. hold on. Did you know that Are You Afraid of the Dark was based in Canada? That was a TV show All written. good things it's come so from Canada. It's based in Canada. That's why a lot All of good things come from Canada. I did not Canada. know that until I was, you know, watching it with my daughter one night, and I was reading, like, the synopsis, and I was like, oh, they shot this in Canada. Was Drake ever on an episode of Are You Afraid of the Dark? No, not that I can remember. That, that's, that made I'm me think sure of the I'm pretty sure Amanda Seals on an episode of Are You Afraid of the Dark. I probably it, was. Maybe, because, you know, they switched up the crew. They, it was the Midnight Society. No, but she's awesome. Nah, I listen to it. I listen she, to it. Yeah, I listen. She to embraces the angry movie. black wo- woman mo- role like nobody else. She does. She's not embracing it. That is just actually how she feels and acts. That's See, embracing. There you go. And she, you she have say it that you way. have stamped it as being an angry black woman. She yeah, stamped but she it like that in the interview, it. and she said that she um, she, but she called it I'm intense, and she said I. You know, I don't mind being intense. Thank you. Intense. But she embraced it. She was like. Stop calling them angry black women. But well, she what embraced it in the, in the thing. She but said, the way she, she just said it's intense. She doesn't say it's angry black women. But she I says, I'm, did cool. she say I'm giving the angry black woman that platform? Because we don't yeah, always yeah, want to yeah. be seen as that. So I'm giving us that. Yeah. So she she's embra- she is embracing by by definition. Yeah. I think that she also I don't, is trying to work on getting rid of like the. The words or the phrase, but like she said, I don't mind calling it intense as long as you know what it is. You angry? No, no, no. What she what she said, woman. But what she said (laughs) in that interview is what we had a discussion about in pre production two weeks ago. To be a to to be conscious in America is to always to be in a state of in in a state of rage. It is, and I'm I I agree with that. Whether you're a man or a woman, if you can see the bullshit, you're gonna be mad all the time. And it's hard to not be mad when you can't unsee the bullshit around you. True. I guess that's right. And it has her being a woman. Not only does she see the bullshit from a black perspective, but she's seeing the bullshit from being black and a woman and perspective. And she got the summer anthem well, if she of the wasn't, year. If she wasn't in so intense, 
Oh, nigga she's got old. me fucked up. She got so old. Come on, come on, come on. Yeah, she tried to complete with black men, can't you? That's all. Here we go that's with all. That Hers she came out before. So bad, and that's why we had to hit them with black yeah. men. Don't cheat. Not today, not tomorrow. Here we go with that shit. Fucked up. Wait till my shit drop. Y'all gonna be like, wow, I didn't know Johnny had a voice like that. What you dropping, my Oh, you already know what I'm dropping. I knew that. What you dropping? I can't really talk about it now. Hog in your mouth? <laughs> nah, it's a uh, do-rag and sweatpants, bro. Come oh, out. do-rag. Oh, do-rag. Speaking of, do-rag fest is tomorrow. In Atlanta, right? Do-rag fest is tomorrow. Or it's in Charlotte. I thought it was in Atlanta. It's here. Tomorrow. Oh, here. I thought it was it's in here Atlanta. It's here at, uh, well, we shot the photos Camp at. North End? Camp North End. It's here tomorrow at Camp North End. Is it the real do-rag fest? Because I heard somebody well, got Well, it sued. was here Saturday at Camp North End. Anyway, go ahead. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, you know, my single coming out this fall. Y'all be on the lookout for it. Uh, hold on. Before we get back to this, I want to stay on this angry black woman thing for Why? a minute. I do want to stay on the angry black woman thing for a minute. Describe to me the angry black woman thing and, and why you don't like it. Because, one, if I have an opinion about something, if I feel very strongly or passionate about something, that doesn't necessarily mean I'm angry. And for it to be tagged to be only um, specific to black women sucks because that means that when you see me you automatically tag me as that so you're not necessarily listening to what i have to say you're not necessarily viewing me on um my personality or demeanor you have already written me off because i'm a black woman so you automically uh, associate this personality of me you're being right. angry they know not to fuck with them black women that's the first Basically, thing they know they're like when no, I don't really no black woman bro i might be super demure i might be very standoffish i could be very um shy when it comes to things but if i have an opinion on something just because i speak up about it doesn't mean that i'm angry i do agree with what you were saying about like in society to be angry about something shows that you really care about it but that doesn't necessarily mean that when I walk into a room or if a group of women, uh, black women walk into a room, we're just dubbed as an angry group of black women. So watch out. Don't say anything. You might upset them. What about the races of women? Like I've run into a lot of Hispanic pe- women who are conscious, who are very conscious of the state of America. And they and you can you, you sit down and had a conversation with them. You would know like they're in tune what it's like to be a woman, what it's like to be a person, a minority. And they might so why also is it that they don't own. get that same You know what? Tag? I don't know. And I wouldn't be surprised if it automatically derived from black men. So I think that's part of the reason why black men and black women have this back and forth about stuff. Because black men will write off black women and then the same way. We say that black <laughs> men cheat because of what we've been through with them. There's an instance probably of black men who have dealt with angry women and they're just like, man, all angry. Y'all black women are always so angry. So then it just like (laughs) turns into this thing where we have had a relationship or situation where we've done dealt with cheating. And we're like, you know what? All y'all black men always cheating. But So I think that's where it comes from. So I got to shout out that. Never give up on us. Nigga, where is it at? Definitely deserves a rainbow because nah, never gave up on us. Even when we give up on y'all, they never give up on. Us. I did want to get your two cents on the whole angry black woman stigma because I hear it a lot. I mean, I'm very conscious about how I represent myself when I'm in. Situations. Could it be a man thing though? Could it be any a man woman in general? Could it be a man thing where any woman shows any type of independence, any strength that makes them feel like they're inferior? 
Now they feel threatened. Now you're an angry black woman. This is the only way I can get you back. No, because if you have a woman who might be another race, act the same way, they're called they're called sticking up for themselves and having gumption and they're like really Chelsea they're really passionate and they're so independent and all this stuff exactly. But if a if a black woman does it, they're angry. Like of all people, they said that Michelle Obama dubbed herself as an angry black woman Who because she spoke shit? out a lot of white men. Oh, this not the shit out there yet. I know, but they would say that she was an angry black woman because this she spoke so passionately about, about kids' health. Or she spoke so passionately about um yeah. anything when she would back up um Barack on any stance. They would out. sit there and say that she was being an angry black woman yeah. and that she needed to know her place and she needed to sit down. I like the angry black woman. It's passionate. So Michelle Obama to me, doesn't have that I don't that like when the angry black woman is directed towards me. But I like to see an angry black woman quotes. Why? Really but could you, could, you, could, you, could you say? Could you say? Yeah, it does make me a little hot. See? But, but the, if the anger is directed towards you, that's not you mad. Oh, at the if angry the anger directed woman. towards me, I'm scared. That, yeah, I was getting there. I was getting there. <laughs> all, right, all right, all right, we way off. That's a we real tangent, off. man. We way off. Are you guys afraid of the dark? I'm, yes. I'm, oh, shit. Get your shit together, Nikki. Are you afraid of the I dark? I am afraid of the dark. I re- vividly remember actually watching this show and like having to watch something else after to make me not scared to go to sleep. Y'all want to hear some scary shit? That tell me about time. it. Figures in the night. I'm going to try to get y'all a good story real quick. Um, this is I'm submitting this for the approval of the Almost Midnight Society. <laughs> I <laughs> some scary shit, right? I went to the club, right? <laughs> went to the club, my nigga. We was drunk as shit. We shouldn't even been driving at night, but we found some hotties. We brought them back to the spot, whatever. All right, boom. All right. So we get them up in here. We, you know, we about to do our thing. You know what I'm saying? Boom, boom, boom. You know what I'm saying? Y'all you know I mean? And my man's, he take his girl. He's like, yo, we, you know what I'm saying? She, we gonna go out to the car. You, you got it. You got the crew to yourself. All right. So I'm in here, right? About to do my thing. You know what I'm saying? I'm drunk, so I'm doing all. I'm doing all the things. You know what I'm saying? I'm on the neck. You know what I'm saying? I'm on the boobs. I'm on the back. I'm in the ass crack. You know what I'm saying? I'm getting That's in my up. bag, in my freak bag. That's you know what I'm saying? That's when you was saying? a uh, certified ass eater. Oh, yeah. I got the cheeks. Right. I got I got one cheek in the left hand and another cheek in the right hand. And I'm up. splitting Spread it. You feel shits, me? Huh? Oh, my God. All right. So, I'm super hard. I got, I got, now, now, she spread eagle. I'm about to do <laughs> me. You feel me? <laughs> I'm about to do me. And guess what, man? The motherfucking condoms was missing. Mm. Nigga, if that ain't a scary story in the dark, I don't know what that the fuck is, is. That is, nigga. I had blue balls. Is that when you fell in love with raw sex? No. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> no, I had to. Uh, I'm bullshit. I just thought I would submit that. I thought that back was a in the day story. you wouldn't. You like you would be too scared to use a con- not use a condom. And oh man! As you get older, you like fuck it. I'm gonna roll the dice on this one. No, no, <laughs> that is so terrible. It's so true, but I, not me. But it's so true. Like, I ain't got you no said condom. that's so I true, not me. No I'm not rolling now, no goddamn like, dice. You straight, right? That's why that's a scary story. I'm afraid of the dark, nigga. I'm in here. I got this chick spread eagle. I'm scared of the dark because I don't. I'm scared of ghosts. This bitch ass nigga here. Right? So <laughs> I'm scared of raw pussy. After I seen the first paranormal I'm activity, I was walking pussy. around the oh, with my back talk, to the wall. Talk about like, oh hell nah, y'all niggas about to about to get me tonight. Yo, so me and my so I watched paranormal activity with my daughter's mother, right? Yep. And that's on all three during the daytime. <laughs> and I'm like this close to her and under the left boob, like yo, what the fuck they doing? Whoa, what the fuck is that? <laughs> yo, that shit is the scariest shit I've seen in so long. 
<laughs> so long. <laughs> but yeah, are you afraid oh of the dark? Is coming back to TV, man. man. Yeah. And uh, KSP. Also, the Boondocks is coming back. Hey, shout out to Riley. Shout out to Riley and Huey. I can't wait for that shit, man. I've been talking to my boy. Uh, I was crazy. How long has it been off? Prices before Obama because was what I appreciated about the Boondocks is the fact that they always did like current event stuff. Yeah. So like, are we gonna get a new oh, R. Kelly episode? We're gonna get Trump next year. We're gonna we have gonna get Trump. Trump. We're gonna get all kinds That's of fire. That's what I'm saying. And like, is, are they still saying the same age? Are they getting Please older? Please do. I think they're gonna keep it like The Simpsons. So yeah, nobody ages. Keep it, yeah. That's cool. It's a cartoon. That nigga Bart's supposed to have like grandkids Riley. by now. The Simpsons been on so long. That nigga's still in the third grade writing on the wall because he bad. Still. But yeah, there's so many more topics that they the could do. Like, I'm really actually like looking so forward. So forward. To I'm it. looking forward to see they got the original uh, creator back on deck. That's officially been announced. Yeah, Aaron McGruber. We just don't know if um, what's my girl name? Regina Hall. Regina Hall is gonna be back on deck. So more to be revealed there. Um, so that's all that's coming back. That's our flashback edition of KSP, real quick. You know what I'm saying? Flashback with us one time. Real recognized, real granddad. Uh, <laughs> Was it game the recognized he game? Had, he met a girl online. Was it game recognized? Oh, he did. Money. He did. <laughs> <laughs> they was taking granddad for all he had. No, they didn't. No, they didn't. She's a hoe. Oh, oh, <laughs> a hoe. And the nigga Rod got pimped. He kept that ride forever. <laughs> Oh, they got a I love home. Riley so much. Oh, I didn't yeah. want to like him. I really wanted to like his brother just because mm. he was more like woke. Oh, yeah. He, he but was too I, woke. Yes. I just really Remind me of Riley. one of my friends. In Who? Mike. You. Mike is too woke, man. <laughs> that nigga here, man. I can't, man. I can't even hang out with that nigga. My nigga Freddie Freeman ain't even on base. I'm sorry, y'all. We sidetracked the, the, the break. Fucking Atlanta Braves. Nigga, up, two Ooh, outs, bottom of the out. knife. Um, oh, this is bad. The game's up. All right, hip hip hop Forbes list. Beginning All right, Jubox. Oh, that nigga hip hop Forbes list. So I know y'all wanted the top ten, but I'm gonna get y'all fucking top who five. Who votes on this Thank list? You. It's yeah, Forbes. Isn't Forbes five. white people? Well, this is hip hop hey, Forbes. Hey, oh, who like makes it? Now they have some yeah. black writers at Forbes. Okay. This is how you know Johnny Sleep. Just give me the top. Give me the, give me the bottom uh three five before you give me the top hip-hop, five. Are they groups oh, or artists? Because I know who the top five are. I just want to know who the. I want to see the Migos in that ten. Okay. The groups are artists. You got the groups. I got five. All right. Anyway, nobody's um, answering my question. Hold on. What? What's up? Is it groups or artists? It's it's both. It's oh. artists because Migos made it last week. So yeah, I'm gonna year. say that Ooh, Travis five. Scott is in the top five. Um, I think he was. In the I'm top gonna five. say Jay Z's in the top five. Jay Z's definitely in the top five. I'm gonna say. I can tell you in the top five. You want to keep guessing? Yes. I can tell you three. The top five was surprising this year. Tyler the Creator is in the top five. Uh, nope. Uh, oh, is this based off last year? Yeah, what they made last year. Okay, oh. yeah, everybody has only five. Oh, yeah. Has it not? Oh, yeah. oh, that's right. It's oh, yeah. only with money, oh, yeah. correct? Oh yeah. Huh? Oh yeah. It's only with money, right? Yeah. Come on, come on, baby, come on. We we are literally recording as if like nothing is going on. I'm sorry. What are the top? Well, he's five? looking for the top five. I eight, have the eight, top seven. Five. I'm looking for the ten. Eight, seven. We was down two, two, eight. ATL in the building. You know so what it is. So is Jay Z on this list? Jay Z is Jay Z is number one. I figured. So See how I do two who made more mu- as much money as he did? Uh, Not me. Did he? All right, I can't give you top ten. I don't know where this shit is. All right, give me top five. <laughs> All right, so number Which five goes to um, the greatest rapper from Canada, Drizzy Drake. He made one hundred and fifty million dollars in two thousand eighteen. Can top I borrow five, a five. duh? Top five, top five. Yeah, he's got his music. He got a whiskey company. He's got a Vegas residency. Wait, 
they, his whiskey is still around? Mm-hmm. I thought they discontinued Virgin- and, Virginia Black. It's probably still in other parts of the country. It's probably only in Canada now. And uh, he's got real estate holdings, and he's got a couple jobs and endorsement deals, and he also is the Toronto Raptors ambassador. What does that even mean? Uh, it's just kind of like the community outreach Does guy. he make money for that? Probably. I think mm. he's getting a check for that. That's I crazy. mean, he did get them niggas a whole practice facility. Uh-huh. Oh, he did? Yes. Oh. Number four, though, is his rival, Kanye West. Kanye made $240 million in 2018. Shout out to Kanye. He made his money from yep, the Yeezy collection, his collab- Yeezy. His fashion collaborations, Y'all gonna his quit production hating on my skills. Man. And um, he made millions of dollars from a T-shirt and that he put Black it on. And oh, and he gets fun. keeping yeah. up with the Kardashian royalties. The all-black boots look nice. You've been putting up with yeah, my yeah, those shit dope. for way too long. Oh, Number God. three, he's a familiar face so up here. So gifted to find. P Diddy made seven hundred and forty million dollars. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Diddy's three. Diddy I know who's slipping. Liquor, music, clothes, and swag. Take Come Diddy, you're slipping. Number two. Dr. Dre. There you go. $800 million. Beats by Dre still making money off that. Um, and then just his fucking catalog looks like NWA, Tupac, Snoop Dogg, Eminem. So he just keeps making money off of that? Yep. Okay. Oh, they about to win. Number one. And number one. Of course, we talked about him last week. Jay-Z, $1 billion. First hip-hop billionaire. He He's got money through music, management, liquor companies, real estate investments. Um, I heard that he everything. made more money through liquor. Yeah, that was a like most yeah. of his money or was liquor. liquor. So y'all trying to get up on this Duce? Yo, Duce Palooza in Atlanta this weekend. Oh, that's what's up. I'll be a Myrtle. Why is everything happening this weekend? Now, no. mm-hmm. like the one weekend that I'm like super busy. We, we can't predict what summer, happens. Summer, summertime. It's summertime. But shout out to all them, man. I don't know why I can't. Maybe they haven't officially uh, dropped yet, but. They only have top five every website I, I go to. I want to see if the Migos made it up there somewhere, man. They probably I don't think they did. Because last year they was, what, like 11 or 15th in that top 20 that we did? Because we did this last year. We yeah, we did. So, but shout out to, uh, that That was the Forbes hip-hop list, man. Just wanted to let y'all know, man. Uh, while we talking about Forbes, Forbes did a write-up on the baby today. The baby, the baby, the baby, the baby. Oh, my God. And the Braves are about to win this motherfucking game, though. Ha, <laughs> ha. Yo, that's a comeback for your ass. Oh, my God. Yo, how they do that? <laughs> Distraction. Yo, look at my man. Look at my man. That's Johnny, that's Johnny co-worker McCain. He voted for <laughs> Trump. <laughs> look oh at them. Yo, they hey, need like the Drake If you're listening to this podcast on Podcoin <laughs> right now, it ain't always like this. I promise you. I'm but sorry, man. Check the, the back catalog. Yo, y'all, know, the y'all know damn well I was watching the Braves game tonight. <laughs> I don't have anything else to do. Yo. Anyway, all right. The baby. The baby, the baby. I'm back. The baby, the baby, the baby, the baby. All right. They did a write up on the four. But have have you seen the Carpet Burn video? I saw the Carpet Burn video. If y'all haven't seen the Carpet Burn video by Charlotte's very own The Baby, go Why watch it. Why should shit. we want to see it? First of all, the video all his videos are great. All his videos are great. He's had a great video direction since his inception. Like, he's goofy, he's funny, and the video is fun. Uh-huh. But I love the reenactment of the South Park incident. Yeah, they reenacted the, the Cam Cold Heart fight. The baby. Hey, look at this nigga, the baby, Look at the man. baby bitch ass, Look at the y'all. baby bitch ass. Look at him back there. What you taking shit off for, man? You trying to get me? You trying to get me? You trying to uh, try get me? Cam Cold Heart say nigga. something back to him? Yo, they, this I, nigga. I haven't heard Cam say so anything. So the nigga puts on a fat suit, first of all. 
He put shit stains in some drawers. Damn. He runs around the parking lot of a mall. It doesn't even look like they were in Charlotte. But he's like <laughs> run, being chased by security. And then he gets beat up. <laughs> and then he's stumbling, talking about some man. This shit don't even hurt. Y'all scratch. Y'all scratching me, man. Catwoman. Y'all some Catwoman. That's terrible. It is so hilarious. I'm glad he spoke on it though in that kind of man. way. He's like, fuck this shit, bro. Yeah, I'm making. I'm helping you actually. We gonna make a mockery out of you. We gonna make a mockery, and at the same time, give you a couple extra followers. He broke his hand hitting this nigga. Yeah. That last punch on the video is probably where he broke his hand. If you listen, if you hear that, that shit, hard. it's like, it's like, <laughs> god damn, he hit the shit out there, boy. <laughs> Yo, shout out to the baby, man, out here making waves. Pull your pants up. Pull your pants up, bitch. He said, hey, come through. Hey, Cam Cohart comes through. He's like, man, you in here fucking on the baby. Oh, yeah. No, he comes through the door. He say, he say, I got my belt, baby. <laughs> you dirty dog ass bitch. Y'all gotta check that you shit out. You in here fucking on the baby. <laughs> oh, man, meet me at the Lewis store about 12 o'clock. I'm going to whoop your ass, man. This bitch in here fucking on the baby. The baby. <laughs> Shout out to the baby, man. Y'all love that nigga. I do too, man. The baby, the baby, the baby, the baby. All right, man. Um, This is the moment I've been waiting for. What's that? So, the finals are over. Oh, yeah. Shout out to the Toronto Raptors. Toronto Raptors are your NBA champions. You know this by now. I it's called Monday. that. Um, underdogs. That last game was horrid because it was like watching war. Niggas was going down. So the Warriors like, were desperate. No, I mean when I no, they were going down like injury going down. It's like watching a football game. Oh yeah, like, damn. Thompson. This nigga hurt. That nigga hurt. Mm-hmm. So we had a conversation like back in what was that December? <laughs> nah, that was December. That, that was, was December. April. That was April. Yeah, you sure? Cause it was cold outside. Yeah, it's probably April. <laughs> and now you were trying to tell me that Steph Curry could do what? I don't know what I said, <laughs> but I don't think I said that. <laughs> I remember saying oh, that. Oh, Hulk. <laughs> this is what I remember, and then we'll get on. I'm gonna let you speak. I'm gonna let you talk. Thank you. I remember you telling me. And I said, quote, I believe with only Draymond and just Steph Curry, they're not the same team. And I also believe if you take Steph Curry out and put him on another team, that that team is not going to make it that far. They're not going to make the playoffs. That's what I said. Yep. And you defended this. You defended a lot of this. I did. So what was your rebuttal? What, what, was you, what do you was, remember? I want to hear what you remember. I said if you put Bradley Beal on the team. Oh. And I said, Rudy Gay, I said they can still get to where they need to be. Well, all right, all right, cool. So Andre Iguodala in this reference would be a Rudy Gay. Nah. Why not? He's not a scorer like Rudy. Rudy Rudy's Gay, only Rudy good Gay. because he's in that system. Rudy's been in a lot of systems. Rudy wasn't a shit in And he's good Memphis. in the Spurs system. He wasn't a shit in Memphis. He was the key player getting the most shots in Memphis. He a good then he went player. to Sacramento, he and he didn't ball him. like that. Yeah, he didn't ball like that at Sacramento. But and now know. you put him in the Spurs system, he balls like that. And he's still not getting the same amount of shots he was getting in Memphis. Yeah, that's right. But I still think they could get to where they were now. In the NBA Finals with just Steph Curry? And Bradley Bill and, and Rudy Gay. No. Yeah. And do what? I they, First of all, in the West, no, they won't make it to the Finals. They wouldn't Jeez. make it past Portland. They won't make it past Portland without those guys. They play Portland Thompson. without KD. 
It doesn't matter. You're not making. Clay Thompson came out there and booked out 30. Yeah, he did. You need Clay. You don't think Bradley Bill can get off 30 when you want him to? <laughs> Clay's a Clay. Clay's a more. He's a more, better shooter than Bradley. A Bill. better shooter. I think Bradley Bill get to the basket better than Clay. Thompson. I don't think they're better in the backcourt than uh, C.J. McCollum and Damian Lillard. No, I don't. Mm, I, I don't, don't know. Curry gave them niggas the business. He gave Portland the business. He get, Curry couldn't give uh, Toronto the business. They had three niggas on him. And he's a defensive liability, and that's my whole point here. He's the defensive liability. It's Man. not like they it's not like they couldn't have won last night based off his offense, but when we get back on defense, he's the defensive liability, and we know this after watching five, four seasons of them being the finals. Who was the one guy that they were trying to get the switch on? They were trying to get the switch in Cleveland with, with a matchup with mismatch with with Curry, because he's the guy that they're trying to hide because his defensive incapabilities. He can shoot the lights out. Yeah. But I mean, that's what he's known for. Nobody ever said he was a defensive uh, uh Shooting defensive the lights player. out don't win championships. Got Playing both sides of the ball wins. Cha- no, the team got three championships. So if, if, if Curry wasn't on that team, you think they still winning? Yes. They wouldn't even get there. That team with Kevin Durant, Clay Thompson, yeah. and Draymond Green? Yeah. Yeah, they won the championship. Nah. Yeah, they won the championship. Nah. Come on, man. Throw me a point guard. Rajon Rondo. Rajon. Oh, yeah, most definitely. 100%. <laughs> nah. 100%. I'm facilitating. Thing is, Curry is a two-time MVP, three-time NBA champion, best shooter this world's ever seen. You can't replace that. When are we going to start giving systems credit for making players? Because there's some players who thrive off systems. And once you remove them from the system, we see who the player is. But Curry was We a, have to give Steve Curry his credit for making Steve Curry, Stephen Curry, Stephen Curry. Oh, he definitely made him a better player, but Steph Curry Steph Curry is not Stephen Curry. Steph Curry is not Stephen He's not winning anything anywhere else. He's just not. It's hard to win a championship first of is all. He a, is he an all-star? Yeah, maybe. Yeah, yeah. maybe. But in that system... Three, yeah, I can, yo, you come play for me. I've heard this before. Come play for me. I can get you where you need to be. Yeah. Steph Curry's not leaving that because he knows what makes him. Klay Thompson got an option because he don't need that. He can go anywhere who. Klay Thompson going to be Klay Thompson. Klay Thompson not clear, carrying no team. Definitely not carrying no and team. And he's never been an MVP or anything like that, but he's definitely a great piece. Yeah. And I feel like it's the same thing. I feel like with Steph Curry, you not the MVP. You not all of this without this system. The system is making you who you are. I mean, that's true. But then you have to talk about people like Tim Duncan, who's They've been, been in, in the system, system his whole forever. life. I don't. I'm not one of those people who Kobe and, Bryant. And, Kobe Bryant didn't win one without Phil Jackson. He system. did not win one without Phil Jackson. But was Kobe Bryant one of the best players in the game without Phil Jackson? Fuck yeah. You would never know if you Kobe, take if you take Kobe. Was he the, the Lakers, best who player? Was he? In the game? Because when Phil Jackson wasn't there, he didn't make the playoffs. But he was the best player well, on the floor. he did make the playoffs. I'm sorry, with Mike Brown, he did. He was still the best player on the floor. But he didn't win any chips. It don't matter. He was still the best player on the floor. Did Steph Curry win any chips without Kerr? We won't never know. But we, we, we won't never know. He, he didn't That's win what a chip. We won't he never didn't know with Kobe. A, he didn't win. No, all I'm saying about Kobe is it's undeniable that he's a force to be reckoned with. It's undeniable that if you put him in the perfect situation or the right situation to get him some help, he's definitely going to get you a championship or get you in the playoffs. With Curry, I don't agree. I don't, I don't think he's all of that. I don't even think he makes the playoffs in the West if you take some of those guys off on the same team with the same coach. But he's made the playoffs take away before. Some of the, he's made the playoffs with Mark Jackson. A yep. defensive-minded coach. He was a great coach. 
I don't think Stephen Curry makes the playoffs in fucking um I don't think Stephen Curry makes the playoffs in 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 a Clippers uniform. With Doc Rivers? I'll take that back. I don't think Stephen Curry makes the playoffs in a Suns uniform. <laughs> I don't know who would make the playoffs in a Suns uniform. Kobe would. Steve Nash. Kobe and Bron would make the playoffs in the in the, in because Bron almost did it this year in the Lakers uniform. In the Lakers to me, the Lakers before you added just LeBron were Phoenix level Lakers. They but were team, sometimes teams need a superstar to be better. So you, I feel like if and Steph I feel Curry like, went to the Lakers, they would be a playoff. I team. feel like there's no boxing one for Braun, and I feel like there's no boxing one for for Russell Westbrook. Russell Westbrook either gonna shoot himself out of his game, or he gonna be hot. I feel like some players you ain't stopping. Steph Curry, you can stop. You wouldn't run a boxing one on him though. But I see what you're saying. There's just no defense. for There's them. no defense. That's all I'm saying. There's no defense for him. There's no defense for certain guys. There's no defense for Giannis. There's no yeah. defense for. Well, why can't LeBron win consistently? LeBron James has not won consistently. That's a great question. That's a, that's a great question. He's, <laughs> just, he, he's mean, won back to back. He has won back to back. Curry's won back to back. Thank God to Ray Allen. Curry's won back to back. And D Wade. Ne- neither neither of them have three peated. No, they tried both of them, but definitely have won back. Both of them have won back to back. And to be honest with you. You got the you got a Warriors like situation his first year on the Cavs, and then with the injuries, and then the mm-hmm. second year he wins, and then the third year you add KD, and it's like how do you defend this? I think after watching the Raptors series, honestly, I think if you look at what the Raptors did, apply that to the Cavaliers, maybe they just got out coached in, in in their series, and the Raptors just didn't get out coached this year. Possibly, and then Steph Curry's not a fourth quarter guy, and that's why they added KD. KD can take you in the fourth quarter and ISO his man and score. And that's why I say I don't think Steph Curry is the guy that you build a team around to get to the championship. I think he's a piece. Well, to me, he's a piece. What about the first year when they won the championship without KD? And then the second year when He wasn't they, even the finals MVP. He may have been the MVP, that was but he bullshit. wasn't the finals you know MVP. How a nigga would have scored nine, average nine points a series He was the, the finals MVP. And honestly, that's without Andre... Prisoners of the moment, bro. Let's, let's be real. Honestly, without Andre Iguodala on the floor, do they win? Because the Cavs took him to six, and they didn't even have all their players. They didn't even have all their players. Without Steph Andre Curry Iguodala the floor, was win. the difference maker in that series. So take Steph off that team, they even get into the playoffs? With with Clay, with Green, Clay, Iguodala, and Green, I think you need all those players for them to get to where they were. I do agree with that. I think you need, I think you need that combination or somebody equal to with that shooting percentage to get to where they were. I will agree with that. But if Steph Curry the carrier, because if Clay goes down in that series, then LeBron wins two straight. Oh yeah, definitely, <laughs> definitely. <laughs> but I don't know. I I think that nigga's still top five in the league. I think he's. Um, I just pe- think people don't respect him because he don't play defense that well. What do you think happens this offseason? Because now you got Clay oh, Thompson, got ACL torn. I, I do agree. I think that this team is coming back. Yeah, KD and KD Clay has already, no choice now. Um, well, people already said they're going to offer both of them to Max. They, they still going to offer KD to Max? Yeah, and Clay. How does that work? It's stupid because they're going to have to pay $220 million in luxury taxes. Just Who's to offering KD to Max, though? Go to state. Okay, 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 okay. New York I can said they're probably that. still going to do it, too. Why would New York offer KD? Like, he's not going to be the same. It's K- uh, That's never. a gamble. We don't yeah, know. it is a gamble. Because DeMarcus Cousins ain't the same DeMarcus Cousins. True. You got two different players, though. 
Kobe Bryant went the same code. You might get twenty one night. And Kobe was in his four, almost in his late thirties. True. True. KD only twenty nine. Who else we got? Wouldn't Grant Hill one of them? Yeah. Grant, Grant Hill, Hill had a lot of issues. Grant Hill had a couple good seasons. Maybe, maybe he has a sons, but he was a role player yeah. when he came back. So I mean, I, I see I see KD stand because I don't think his value is. the I same I would stay anymore. to get the max. It's like two twenty. I stay. I would stay to get the max. I don't think the value is the same anymore. Your value on the market, I'm not offering yeah, KD. And you get to take a year max. off and still make hella bucks. I'm, I agree with you. I think I think they stay together. I, I do too. I think they stay together. I think AD goes to the Lakers. It looks it's looking like it. And that's even that's the battle that. from the next three years. I don't think they should be trading. To get AD, yeah, I would just wait I, a year. I don't think Zoe needs to go anywhere. I don't think Kyle needs to go anywhere. Brandon Ingram is good. I just think LeBron's injury and having them sit out the rest of the season fucked up the chemistry because oh, if one full season with Bron, they would have been on his page. Yeah, they would have been on his page. He never would have got hurt. He missed twenty something games. That's what I'm saying. If they would have got that whole season with him, the way they were rocking yeah. and picking up, I've even heard the trade uh, talks killed them. Trade talks killed them. And then on top of the fact, I heard people talking about the fact that LeBron was engaged. LeBron was getting these guys ready for these games, and they were they were trying their best. So yeah. you don't know what type of Rondo. They did guys. an interview with Rondo, and Rondo said it was like for them young guys, it's like this a guy that you looked up to, bought his jersey, bought his shoes, and now it feel like he don't want you. And it yeah, kind of, that it hurt their morale down. Yeah, that hurt. That hurt. But I mean, it's business too. Yeah, definitely. It's a business. At the end of the day, the business is winning championships. So you you can be mad at it, but it is what it is. All right, man. Um, we're gonna dive into this form. Yo, what's the form today? So, Father's Day just passed, but I wanted to still talk about them because I think fathers are very important. Daddy, daddy, you know I love you. (laughs) The remix? You just full on took the song and just replaced it. you, daddy. Uh, clearly, Boys and Men is still singing the same song. Um, so I wanted to talk about black fatherhood. And with that, I have some questions. I wanted to see your guys' elaboration on things, maybe some experiences. Because, I mean, you've talked about it before. Both of you guys are fathers. Yep. So that's very a very important part of your life. But I also wanted to dive into kind of focusing maybe a little bit more on, um, like, the not-so-awesome side of it. Oh, yeah. So my question is focusing completely just on are black children less likely to be resilient if they grew up with um, out fathers? I'm going to ask you one question. Yes. And let me let y'all know, ain't no stupid questions in KSP. Resilient. Can you explain resilient? (laughs) And just for you, I looked up the definition because I knew that somebody was going to ask that question. (laughs) To be resilient means that you're able to withstand or recover quickly from difficult situations. So black people are less likely. Yes. Because they don't have a father. Yes. I would think it's the other way around. You think they're more resilient because? I think so. Why? Well, um, I think 
it kind of puts like a chip on your shoulder uh-huh. and you got to prove something to the world. It's like, I don't need a dad. But then again, I had a dad, so I don't know. Okay. But I would think that would be my motivation if I didn't have a father. Now, what if it turned to specifically black boys? Do you think black boys are less resilient because no. they didn't have a father? Less resilient? Yes. Do you think it's harder for them to deal with difficult situations or it's harder for them to handle them because of the fact that they might have grown up without a father? <clears throat> I think growing up without a father for most black boys is just a thing of... um. Mm. It's just the absence of knowing what a man is What a man looks like mm. And so you have to learn it From other places Via TV or the streets Or wherever you can pick up manhood Maybe a, a, a brother at church Or um, just any Party who gives you the male figure Because if you don't know what a man is And what a man's supposed to do And what a man looks like And how a man dates And how a man treats women Then you, you kind of just learn so you think the, it's really fly. important for them to have some sort of mentor? I think it's mm-hmm. important for all kids to have both parents in their oh, home. Okay. I do. I do. Now, is it necessary? I think women have made it become something that's not really necessary because women holds down households. Well, greatly. why do you think women and have you, made and, it? And if, you, and if you really think about it, just to drive it home a little bit deeper, I think the idea may be more of a mental of having two parents or having one parent because people adopt kids and then you have gay families who have kids. So you got homes with two moms and you got homes with two dads. So that's, that's, that's different than traditional upbringing. So I don't know if it's even necessary. And when you start to really break it down to think about it. Okay. So, I mean, in the aspect of if they have two fathers, do you think that they have a better chance than say some uh, a black boy that has two moms? I think your chances are going to be with the opportunities given via the via your your circumstance. What is your circumstance? Because they're still having two parents in the household. Yeah, you still got two incomes coming in, so it's more like what are your circumstances here, and okay. then what are you learning? What are, what are your parents teaching you? What are you learning? You can have two parents and not learn shit, whether it be two men or two a male or female or two females. You are one parent, and if they don't know shit, then you ain't gonna know shit. If they don't have control of their life, then you're not gonna know how to have control of your life as you grow up. So I don't know. I, as I get older, I would I think having two parents is great, but I think also as we evolve as humans and as time goes on, and the more single parent households you have, like most of our successful black people that we look up to come from single parent households. They don't come from two parent households. But I think financially it makes it easier for you to do different things. Like you want to go to college, it's easier in a two-parent household. Uh-huh. You want to start a business, it's easier when you got two parents there because they got double income. So two parents making fifty thousand a year, that's a hundred grand coming through your house, as opposed to one parent making fifty thousand a year and supporting just you know herself and you. Yeah. That's that's a that's a struggle. Well, so do you think those kids are missing out? If they grow up with a single, a single family. Pa- yeah, it's, yeah, that, it's hard. So, I it's think hard. they're missing out on love and experience. Because we got two parents. That's um, two older figures you can get advice from and know that it's true advice and somebody that really cares for you. Instead of, you know, if you're a single parent, you're really just giving that one experience to your child and they're not getting that other experience that their other parent could have given them. That's my thing. Is it necessary? Is two experiences necessary? Because in, 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 today's, in today's society... What are your two experiences? 
Are you getting two male experiences? Are you getting a female male experiences? Are I think just the background, like how your parents grew up, they're kind of projecting, projecting that on you. So I don't know if it's male or female thing. I think it's just where they came from and their background. And, if both, your, and if both of your parents grew up fucked up, is is that a plus for you? Oh. If, you t- if, if they give you the right advice, like from their learning from their mistakes and, you know, Say I don't want you to live like this. That's true. Giving them the opportunity for you to learn from what I've done and do better yeah. than me. Um. So we know in society that there's a big stereotype. Do you guys agree that um, black fathers are more absent than other fathers in other races? I don't know that to be exact. That black fathers are are yeah. more absent than say so. white. I mean, I know a lot of like Hispanic. white people that grew up. Um, where their dads wasn't in the house 24-7, but they had definitely had a relationship with their father. Mm-hmm. So I would think so. Um, on Yeah, I would say yeah. I would believe it. Okay. And I think it's got a lot to do with just how people, like a a, um, a cycle, I would say. Um, and also a lot of black guys is locked up too. Okay, so there's definitely different yeah. factors yeah. that, that like build up the stereotype. Because it was funny when I was like doing research and looking up stuff, they had... Um, first of all, they didn't have a lot of data and statistics to back it up. The last time that they really did a study on it was like 2000 and I think 13. And the, the CDC did a study on, um, how many fathers were listed as being in the household that Mm -hmm. were black and also how many were around. So they said that at the time, because clearly it's like six years later, 2.5 million live in the home. And then there's 1.7 million that didn't live in the home. Oh, and so that surprised they, me. But they took that as if you lived in the home, that it was because you were married. Mm. But then when they went and looked at the number of births of black women, and they saw that they were unmarried. So oh, they were... A lot of living they, boyfriends. Right. So they were like more confused as far as like how consistent the father was actually being in the home and living. Um, but then there's also the stereotype of that black men or black fathers are not as involved in their children's life, even if they are around, that they're not as involved. But mm-hmm. then they said that they actually did a study and they said that 72% seem to be more involved and that even though they were unmarried, they were still there. But is that them not living together a bigger factor or is it more important to just focus on them just being around period mm. for, for kids i think it's more important for their parents to be visible for them to have somebody to reach out and talk to whether it be one parent or two parents even if they're not living there even if they're not living there no, i mean i gotta agree with that i mean as long as you try time. to i think as a man you gotta at least try to give an effort even if the the circumstances don't fit the traditional mold i think you still have to give an effort and i think sometimes that's where kids get mad at their fathers because it's like did you even try to be in my life Mm. um and i think as a father you just gotta you gotta give an effort you gotta have some kind of presence in your kid's life even if it's just a phone call here and there but you gotta let them know that you exist and you there for them do you think that there's a certain age that's more important for a father to be involved in a kid's life I think it depends on the sex. Every day. I think um, for a young woman, I think you really want your dad to be there in your later years. Okay. I think for a young man, you, you got to be there all 24-7. So it's a lot easier for a a girl 
to have an absent father. I would think so. Than it is for a, a black boy. I don't boy. think it takes that big of a toll on them. Some girls do have daddy issues. Right. And that's what was my follow-up question was going to be. Because mm-hmm. that's where daddy issues come yeah. from. Where they're not there. They also don't have an idea of what mm-hmm. a, a, a real man, quote-unquote, is supposed to look like. Like, if I'm trying to date somebody, I don't have a good example of what is considered a that's good man. That's why I say they should be there all the time. If they right. can be there all the time. Yeah. Okay. I think it affects day, a, a little boy a little day. bit more if their dad's not there than a girl if her dad's not there. Because, I mean, some stuff you just got to learn from a man in your life. Mm-hmm. And if you don't have a man in your life, then you kind of forced to learn it on your own. Or uncle got to step in, or a, a grandfather has to step in and teach you those things. But and I, with a woman, I mean, a woman can teach a woman. I think we overlooked that. I, th- I think we overlooked that too much with with men and women. I think with, with kids. I think we overlooked the role of a father to a boy, and say it's more important to the boy than it is. I think like that shit is just so wrong. Because I think that girl needs her father just as much as that boy needs her father. And to say that you can be there not all the time for your daughter because the mother's more important. I think both parents are important, period. Male or female. Because you are you learn from people. Like, I had one parent. I learned a lot from my mother. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? Like, I learned a lot from my mother, period. I learned shit that niggas can't even teach me. And it's some shit that they say only niggas can teach you. But let's think about it. And not to be fucked up, but I know niggas with dads and they don't even respect women like like niggas I know who grew up with just their mother. So what are we really learning from men? And I'm not saying that to bash any men. Right. But how important really is it if your values are fucked up as a person? You get what I'm saying? That's why I say both parents are important. But it also, it's it's so many layers to it. Like, my mom's values aren't fucked up. But I know other moms whose values are fucked up. So, the grandmother may be better in this case for this kid. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But percentage-wise, do you think the two-parent household produces more respectable men than a single-parent household? I think... That's interesting. I think society is not producing respectable men. And that that plays all the way down to to a two-parent household. Because I the niggas I the niggas who taught me respect for women don't have a dad. Mm-hmm. And the niggas I watch disrespect women have fathers. So that says a lot. Okay. For me. This was for me though. I don't know anybody I else. Know, I only know three niggas with a dad. So I don't know. They're pretty cool. <laughs> I mean, I and I can't count you. Like you do a great job. You get what I'm saying? But I know niggas who got fathers and I'm like, eh. <laughs> nah, bro. That ain't it. <laughs> like you talking crazy. <laughs> what, what do you get? Where are you getting this from? So then, like, and I know, and, and I know some niggas who don't have fathers pick up a lot of information from the streets. You know what I'm saying? But like I say, in my case, my personal experience, all the guys I know have been able to show me respect for women, and they don't. They don't even have a father. And really, like you, did they have a father figure though? And that's what I'm saying. It's mm-hmm. all about the the morals of the adults you're coming around. What type of men? What type like of men? Like a stepfather that came in and maybe like gave him some good. Like, what type of men are you seeing? You get what I'm saying? What type of men? Like, what type of man was your father? I ask people that all the time. Like, what type of man was your? I ask women that. Like, what type of man was your dad? If they have a dad, like, what type of nigga is he? Because that plays into it. Like, what type of person is your mother? That plays into it. Mm-hmm. It 
it, it plays True. into it heavy. Like, what type of people are raising these children? I think I that you. matters the most. I was talking to my coworker today, and she was just like, I, sh- I don't know why she was so honest with me, but she was like, she was like, I just slept around. That's how I had my kids. And she said she regretted a little bit now because they don't know their parent, their dads. But mm. she was pretty much promiscuous. She, she just, wasn't really thinking yeah, about fucking that a whole bunch of bad people. Long range thing. Uh-huh. But does that make? But like, like I said, does that make her incapable of raising two? It, it great don't make people that. In society? But the fact that she told me she regrets it because they don't have a father in their life. That dude kind of. I feel like people regret. I feel like I don't know. Third person view. Like I, I would rather have a family and have my kid with me all the time. But that is because that's what I would rather do. Because I would want that presence. But not because you were told that that's the better. Yeah, I don't know if that's better. You get what I'm saying? Like, I've been told that it's better. Even my own mother told me that it's better. But now when I think about those conversations, I think she was talking about a fun, from a financial standpoint that oh, it's better. Definitely. But I don't think Well, it's, of course, yeah. I don't think she may have meant from learning certain things because I learned a lot. And 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 I think you're gonna learn a lot in life. Period. You're gonna pick up shit from everybody. You're gonna pick up shit from men. You're gonna pick up shit from women. You know what I'm saying? It's jewels all over this world, and, and certain people got the jewels. You know what I'm saying? Like your mom don't have all the jewels. Your dad don't have all the jewels. You know what I'm saying? You got to go somewhere else to get those jewels. Everybody has a mentor outside of their parents. Okay, so in in that sense, what does it mean to actually be a father? Then it, you you're a life guide. Okay. If, if you can get that, if you can get that. Much from because a lot of people don't even talk to their parents, they don't start really talking to their dads and their moms until they're like 25, 6, 7, 8. That's when they start really opening up because, agree, yeah. because the way you were raised, and this is not for everybody, but better not be out there doing this. You bet you want to talk to somebody who's not going to get mad at you for fucking up, True. you know what I'm saying? You want somebody who's going to accept you, so it's hard to go talk to your parents in general. Well, I feel like I had so a unique I think relationship with my parents. I, I think you do. And I'm just speaking from my experience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think um, we all have a mentor that we can go talk to. Somebody who can say, yeah, I, I fucked up. And they can give you some some extra tips or tell you some some correct things. But, I mean, ideally, you want your parents to be your, your life guide. Because they've been there. They've done that. And no, and nothing, no, no greater teacher is better than experience. Mm-hmm. Like they got so much experience, they've done everything you've done, and 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 everything you're gonna do, they've done it, so they know already. So I I I think to me the parents are like they're your life guide, they're your go to when you're trying to figure out what should I do next year. I don't really know what a father's supposed to be like. I think you just go about it and hope you don't fuck somebody's life up <laughs> as you do it. So you don't think there's like a set definition? No. I think as long as you involved and have a presence, I think that's the main thing. I think that's probably 80% of it. But the other 20%, I don't think anybody's really figured out. You freestyle it all the time. Yeah. But I think as long as you're there, that's all that matters. Are you kind of, you have a presence. I think that's all that matters. Um, but I don't know. I don't, I don't think anybody else knows how to do it. Because everybody got a fucked up, like, People that um, have more than one kid, mm-hmm. it's always that one kid that just gets through, and you like, I don't know how to get to them. So I don't think it's a per- <laughs> yeah. if it was a perfect formula, all three of your kids would be on the same yeah, path. On the same path. So I, I think it just, you know, just I definitely agree that presence makes a big, um, especially the older they get. It's like I'm here, man. If you want to talk, yeah, because like, my dad I'm was here. never one that like I didn't talk to him a lot growing up. Like I still call myself to be a daddy's girl. 
but more so just because I like the idea of being able to sit with him and do nothing or yeah. even just being able to like if we have conversations they're like very few and far between but they're very like important and influential um as opposed to like my mom's relationship with that I have with her where I talk to her every day about everything and so I feel like I vividly remember growing up and my dad being very involved in my life but in a sense where I'm he's there if I need him but he's like in the background yeah. as kind of like that not last resort, but I knew that like he was able to to handle anything that I brought to him, but I didn't need to because generally like my mother and and him were able to just kind of like guide me yeah. and like push me without having to like hold my hand. And I think it depends everything. on a person too. Like my dad, like I I think me, my sister, my brother know if you're trying to get some advice, it's just not gonna happen. With who? Well, my dad. Oh. And uh, I mean, I think we all were. You know, rather talk to our mom about something <laughs> like, you know, just something personal. I think we would rather talk to her. Uh, but as I get older, I am trying to learn how to talk to him a little about more about stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But it is tough. And he's just not that type of person. I think that has something to do with it, too, with your personality kind of um, leads you in the direction of your fathering style. Is it is it the emotions that he don't want to get into? I don't know. It could be some stuff that he has going on that he doesn't want to talk about. But I just know we. Uh, it's just not the. You don't get what you want. You're not. You're not getting what you're looking for when you speak to him about something personal. I know. Yeah. So, because I, I know men suck at emotions. Yeah. And, and see, that's a stereotype that I don't like, because not all men suck at talking about their feelings. I think to a woman, men are better at talking about their feelings, but when it comes to talking to another no, guy man, with a penis, okay, so it might I think be it's harder a little to talk to. Yeah, to I think it's a little different because I can about it. Like yeah, I can bro, be the girl and I can tell in my life I'll cry in front of a girl I just met. You got a dick, nigga. I can't you know what I'm saying? But I wouldn't cry in front of my dad about some emotional shit. That's why I'm trying to get. Okay. That's why I'm trying to get better at the emotions with another. I would think that for for lack of better words, I would think that if you didn't grow up with a man always there and for for example, if your mother is raising you, wouldn't you be more in touch with your feelings? Wouldn't you be more open emotionally with your dad? No, with anyone. If you didn't grow up without a father, open for women. I just don't think we are with other men. And that's what I want to touch on, man. Like when it comes to emotions, I think that's like. I think that is often uh, miscued about men and women. And so when you talk about these households with two parents and single parents, like one thing about my mom, she's not emotional. She's not she's not talking about her feelings. She doesn't feel sad. She doesn't feel happy. I don't feel a way about this. I'm not hurt. She's almost like a man. She's not hurt until she's hurt. And you see it. And uh-huh. you're like, shit, it's too late. She's hurt. Yeah. And we should have been talked about it months ago it's it's the same way with most men yeah that i discover it's like by the time they're mad they're mad yeah i was gonna say when it comes to discipline i think a man just scares the shit out the kids compared to the mom yeah because by the time <laughs> your father's mad oh you were in trouble true but, i mean i was more i guess more scared of my mother my mother was a disciplinarian in our household so if it ever had to reach my father i think that's like it's a really bad situation. I see yeah. everything reach my mother because I don't have anybody. Yeah, right. For it to True. Reach. So. Right, right, right. But I'm glad that you guys brought all those things up because of the fact that like knowing and understanding that um, having father's presence is very important. And so that's why the last thing I wanted to talk about is um, a father's presence in what we see like on TV because of the fact that 
we were given something very specific, but I think that there was a good amount of variety. It was just a matter of if you paid attention to it. So I'm talking mm-hmm. about TV dads and I'm talking about black TV fathers. Yeah. Um, because I was going through a list and I was trying to see as many as I could find. There were some that I'd forgotten about, but they actually showed us a variety. They showed us like um, a couple of single family or single parents. Yeah. Like very, very small ones. Like and the then, Parkers. Like the Parkers or even um, one-on-one. Oh yeah, flat so, app. So yeah, so flat flex. He was a single father, and like I liked that dynamic, and I think that's why people really like that show. But mm-hmm. then most of the time, it was always showing you the different of the stereotype. The stereotype was always that the black father was never around, and so anytime that they had a black show where it was a family, they made sure that he was around. Yeah. And so that's why I liked that. So what are some like TV dads that really stick out to you that that's what you remember and see? Uh, Cleveland Brown. <laughs> family guy oh my god he took in some kids that weren't his um you know and took care of them um, i liked um uh, i think his name was ron from sister sister what was his name oh his ray name? campbell oh ray ray ray, ray campbell yeah. Um, yes, he adopted that little girl. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. and you know, end up getting with the other girl's this mom. Still on my shit. Oh, oh uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> you only get one more. All right, one more. I would go with Bill right. Cosby, even though he's got a tainted career right now. I mean, Mr. Huxtable was a great father. I got. I definitely got to go with my man Flex. Yeah, Flex, and then uh, my my man from the Smart Guy. I used to love him. I can't remember his name. Man. I don't remember his name either. Oh, man, I used. To, I was a big fan of my boy Jason Reaver. Jason Weaver. Jason Weaver is awesome. that dude. Um, but Jason you see Weaver how the singer? He was a dad. No, no he no, was Jason, on the show he was on as the, the smart older guy. Brother. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But okay. you saw how he had to juggle with like a, yeah, a son who was like a womanizer. But he then was trying you also to date. Like he got the, the yeah. feminist daughter. Oh yeah, and she be up on game. And then you got the little smart ass nigga <laughs> trying mm. to impress his brother and be cool. But I'm so smart. It was hard for him to date too. My man Flex remind me the most of me. He got to raise a little girl, man. So oh yeah, you definitely a little bit of when you raising a little girl, you got to have them conversations. So I like watching it because you got to have those conversations. She had the fear. Huh? She, everything was like my dad can't find out. My dad yeah. can't know about it. But that's the thing. It's like I you gotta have the fear, but I need you to talk to me too. You know what I'm saying? That's true. She eventually did. Because as a man, at some point in your life, and I'm starting to reach it, you have to own up to the fact she like boys. She's gonna date a boy. They're gonna kiss. Something's gonna happen between now and freshman year of college. So you just preparing yourself. You need for to be now. there. For to be the god, so that's what I've been preparing myself for. So if I fuck with Flex Heavy. Um, you got one more last TV dad, of course, man. Uh, America's dad, Uncle Phil, man. Uncle, Uncle Phil, Phil is the goat. And see, man. I love that because <laughs> like Phil he ended up being that dope. role and not even like yeah. being his actual because I have an uncle who's like he's my Uncle Phil. You get what I'm saying? He wasn't rich. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. But that's my guy. Like you know what I'm saying? I could go to him and I could talk about shit to my uncle. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Cause I didn't have a father to go run to, so it's like, okay, my uncle, my uncle Phil's not rich, but my uncle Phil is, you know, he, he a cool dude. He got a family of his own. My cousins, just like Will Smith, and mm-hmm. then somebody I could talk to and give me a couple life lessons. And yeah, drop a the couple cool thing about Uncle Phil jewels. was that wasn't even blood. That was Vivian's sister. Now, yes, kid. yeah, that wasn't like yes. his that sister kid his, or something. Yeah, yes, but drive that shit home. <laughs> drive it home, jukebox. <laughs> But Tell I him mean, how deep the connection was. I mean, it was connection, man. The hell with him! <laughs> oh <my laughs> you know God. that famous episode where everyone just got Will's freaked dad out. comes 
And uh, Will, I mean, it seems like years and years of times where his dad made him false promises. And um, Uncle Phil about to beat that nigga ass, yeah, too. Yeah, you know, Uncle Phil stepped up and was like, hey, man, if you're not going to be in this life, don't be in this life, but stop playing games with him. Yeah, and uh, he left, and you know, Will was upset one more time. Oh, but this Uncle, time, pro- Uncle Phil tried to lie for him, even though he said, "I wasn't gonna lie for you." He, yeah, he said, "Uh, uh, your, yeah, your dad came by, man. He, mm-hmm. he, uh, something about a truck, man. Because he, he cared that much about. Yeah, he it. did. He, he loved Will, and he told Will, you know, it's okay. I'll be here for you. I know you want your dad. I'll be here for you. I, I still think that's one of the most iconic episodes just ever. Yeah, yeah TV general, man. It it really told a story. Um and uh, I hope people you know a lot of people see it as just what it is it's just him yelling at his dad but that shit meant a lot man that shit is deep that shit deep that shit is very can't deep can't watch it and not cry and uh, I want to say shout out to Anthony Anderson Dre from uh oh, Dre. how you Black-ish. don't take that I'm oh, getting that was ready, I was getting ready oh, to go say ahead, go that go ahead go ahead Dre I like him a lot because of the fact that they he's more of the I guess modern because a lot of things that we talked about were from like the 90s and mm-hmm. and we were we were actually very young at that time so we didn't actually like experience a lot of the things that we saw but I mean now you see how he had to kind of modernize his whole dad approach and how he was still there. Very real, very um, straight to the point. But, I mean, it was a family. They're very well off. So he still wanted his children to um, enjoy that, but also understand the dynamic of, like, I am your parent. You are the child. And you still have to, like, go out and in society and represent me. So that's why I really appreciate him as a dad. And also, I loved um, Michael Kyle. From my wife and kids. Oh yeah, oh, that's my guy. I love that oh, whole dynamic it. of like the there was the family was very very close to the point where they can pretty much like they he knew his kids. Shout out to a T, and he was always there. And even yeah. though his kids were always trying to like do stuff, he was always there. And I think that's what the whole family dynamic really pushed. Mm-hmm. Um, and they would always rag on each other and everything. And then I still really love Frank Mitchell from Oisha. Oh yeah. You would, you <laughs> would love him before Frank show. Mitchell. <laughs> I mean, that, Mr. That, that's Mitchell. A, uh, that's a family member from Mr. Mitchell. I thought he was in general, especially because it's of my how family hard he on TV. Dad, is there a Ray J I don't know about? I love Dorian what they're Long. doing with that's this. Really should be Dorian I Mitchell. need to watch that again. I still don't remember that. The yeah. fact that he had an illegitimate child. Yeah. And he was calling him his nephew. But it really, it was his son. So did he just like pop up on the season? I don't the remember. The way they worked it Honestly, in, I it, can't remember. I he think was he just his popped nephew, up. But they didn't reveal to like the season finale that it was really Frank's yeah. son. That's crazy. Because yeah, the mom came back, right? Yeah. Mom but came that's also the realest that. thing because that shit happens all the time in families. It does. And it didn't break them apart. They figured out how to do it. And it was already tough because... Um, didn't Moesha's mom, didn't she, didn't she die? She had can't. Oh, her real mom. Yeah. 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 And so he brought in this other woman mm-hmm. and she did what she needed to do Listen, to black men on cheek. <laughs> so we ain't even going to do that. To Frank my, Mitchell my, apparently my, my is the Frank. poster child of black, black men, men don't, don't, cheat. don't cheat. Something happened with that one. There yeah. was another father I wanted to mention. Um, oh, the Wayne's brothers pops. Pops is a mess. He was in their life bang, though. Bang, 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 bang. He, he stood up for them a lot because I remember I think it was one episode. Marlon was about to get his ass whooped. <laughs> he had to step in and help Marlon. I'm about to get my belt. <laughs> oh, and you know what we didn't mention? And before we end this, we did not mention Carl Winslow. How do we feel about him? I like Carl Winslow, but do you think he was a really good? Carl dad? was a real dad. 
I don't give a fuck uh, what nobody He had a problem child with Eddie. Carl, Carl yeah. was a traditional fucking dad at the end of the day. You're right. He didn't play He no was games. hard nose. He didn't play yep. no games. Blue collar. All the mother Very. dads, Phil, Uncle Phil come in second. Carl was a real life black father. Like, I would love to see that shit today with Carl as the dad. <laughs> because it's some conversations that has to be had today. And I want to see how Carl would handle that shit because Carl oh. was so traditional. Mm-hmm. He, Carl you know, being a cop actually would make for really and good Carl TV. is a cop. Oh, they no, they had that episode. They had the episode where Eddie got pulled over for being black. Yeah, and he approached Carl the cops that in. pulled him over. Oh, did his thug thizzle. Listen, man, that's a great form. That is a great form, so, man. Shout out to the form. Shout out to the form. If y'all want to comment on any of that, or y'all just want to talk to us in general about y'all experiences as fathers or with your father, right? Kickingshitpie at gmail.com. K-I-C-K-I-N. We all know how to spell shitpie at gmail.com. We're going to go ahead and dive into these awards. Anything's possible. Anything's possible. All right, who want to uh, do the real nigga of the week? All right. Here we go with the ums. Um, I didn't have it queued up. <laughs> I didn't have it queued up either. Anyway, I can spit a freestyle for the fans. Yo, I mean, for, the listeners, for the listeners. Give it to them, bro. I can spit a freestyle for I'll the listeners. Y'all know like what it is. Crack <clears throat> yo, I be snapping on cats. You feel me? Yo, yo, son, daddy. You feel me? This I'm just, yo, crank the beat up. Yo, turn the beat on. It gets worse. I need a beat. Time. All right, here we All go. Right. I found it. <laughs> so a woman... At a uh, Beijing airport doing a security control, um, she had a Hennessy bottle. Hen, hen, hen or sin while I'm sipping um, That she was trying to get onto the plane. They would not let her hey, man, take let that me on this Henny on the plane. Okay. <laughs> you know um, what? Oh, it looks like it was actually, they just say it was cognac. It could have been Remy. It was Henny. We're going we're gonna to stick with the Henny. <laughs> and she took that bottle, which was 120 euros, like it was some EXO. Mm, mm, the EXO, And she baby. drunk the whole thing in front of security. <laughs> But after she did that, they deemed her too drunk to fly with on the plane. <laughs> she was probably like belligerent or like could barely I'll stand. Kick your motherfucking ass. You will let me on goddamn. I'm just glad plane. that she didn't die. Because I just feel she like if you ingest that much, like I feel like they, they ain't going to let me down. on the plane. Yo, I wish Chinese food was open right now. They're not going to let me get fucked up. Wow. I don't, I don't even know is, how to cook that, that shit. Is Yo, not, that's not drunk. I'm that's not that drunk. Is. Don't that's do death. it. Don't do it. <laughs> My daddy from San Francisco, nigga. Oh, <laughs> you sound God. like Handyman from A Living Color. <laughs> Never underestimate the, the power of the, the handicap. Oh, man. Fuck you. Uh, <laughs> dunce metal. It did sound a little bit. All right. You got the dunce. Yeah, nigga. Oh, I you got the dunce. Y'all gave me all of these. I didn't have it queued up, man, and I apologize. No, I'm does. not mad hey, at anybody. if you listen to PodCo and just want to let you know this ain't how it always is. <laughs> <laughs> I love that, man. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, if there's no PodCoin, just remember to use the you code KSP. Get your 300 PodCoins today on us. Use all that right. code, KSP. <laughs> Let me see. I think I got it on my phone. I don't have to try to put it up on my computer. Meanwhile, while Johnny's looking for the shit. So... Tell me about it. I um was on the toilet taking me a good old one, um, concentrating very hard, and I was scrolling through my feed, and I seen um the baby because he always pops up on my feed. Why are we so obsessed on this podcast just, about the baby? I know. You I see how you do it's, Steph it's, Curry? It's, 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 uh, we need to get him on the show. The baby of Kanye. Which Can one y'all want? Get him on the show. Who the baby? The baby? The baby? Yes. The baby. We could probably get Cole Hart on. Uh, yeah, we can get no. On. 
<laughs> Knock him out. All right, so a college student wanted to take down potential predators on Tinder. So everybody's seen those uh, Snapchat filters that if you're a woman, it'll make you a man. If you're a man, it'll make you a woman. Anybody out there trying to be a tranny? So what we Ethan don't say did, uh, he trans? put on trans. the Snapchat filter and made him a Tinder profile. Uh, he met a cop hey. and told the cop that he was a 16-year-old girl I'm named 16, Esther. Though. On Tinder? He a Tinder account yeah. and what said that he was 19. I just be so, lying. So um, the... The conversation tight. left Tinder, went to another platform oh. where they were chatting, Ugh. and the police officer was trying to get up with this person that he thought was a 16-year-old girl. Shit, let me, let me uh, San, Ho- San Jose Police Department arrested the cop, whose name is Robert Davies, for contacting a minor um, and committing a felony. Damn, Robert. Um, bro, that, that Asian boy must have looked good to you. That is nasty. Fucking disgust. I, I wonder mean, what he was talking to him about. I appreciate like, him. Yeah, uh, I like to suck dick. Taking this and seeking it out. Well, the fact what that he was still—he told him he was 16, and then he That's still wanted to. to That's how the uh, how to catch a predator is, though. Yeah. Maybe messaging. So what if y'all were messaging and then they were like, the girl was like, it's "I'm over. actually 16." It's over. Nigga, I had a girl tell me she was 23. It was a wrap. <laughs> she, you, oh, you 23? Uh, it's, it's over. She did. Sorry. Yeah, it's over. You're for you. like. Undo. You, yeah, exactly. Okay. Uh, all right. Anyway. And person of the week, Miss Nikki. Um, person of the week is Michael Adkins um, of Denver, Colorado. Denver stand up. Yes. He is currently going to be starting as a principal of um, a school that he actually started out as a janitor, custodial staff. Um, so he is going to be working at Stedman Elementary School, and from the time that he started working, he was there as a janitor. He was always interested in kind of, um, the community of the school, so he started working as custodial staff, moved his way up to, um, teacher, and then became assistant principal to where he's finally actually living out his um, dream of doing a higher education and being a principal of that school that you love so much. Um, I think it's really awesome the fact that he has made such a connection with the school. He's a familiar face. So uh, teachers and staff and people know that he's very passionate about the school. Um, and it didn't mention anything about his actual uh, educational background but it also kind of goes to show you that it doesn't really matter it's more of like your hard work and your perseverance and what you're really aspiring to do killed that shit alright uh we're gonna go ahead and kick the jukebox for that movie minute bring me in bro alright let's do it So we was talking about fathers earlier yeah. and I was thinking about uh, when my dad used to work at Domino's and he was trying to make ends meet for the family. Yo, this nigga done had every job known to <laughs> man. Yo. That was his part time, bro. That was his part time. He worked for the Bobcats. He don't work at <laughs> Domino's. Oh, wow. That nigga works he a couple other places. He worked the Bobcats to get us through college. Oh, shit. Harvard dedication, right? Man, can we shout it out, senior? <laughs> In the building. So when he was working at Domino's, he brought this movie home to me. I, I got hold on. I, I gotta say, I don't know too many dads. That's the only dad I really know. That nigga is 
the man. I, I, I That's what's up, man. That nigga's the man. I know he would appreciate From the outside that. going I should have invited him to the pool party. He would have <laughs> lost his fucking mind. Oh, he would have went in. But go ahead, my bad. Go ahead, go ahead. Uh, but he, he brought me this. He got me this movie. Um, he brought it home one night, and I remember it being my favorite movie for a long, long time. So what happens when four amphibians and one small rodent get hit with a toxic waste in 1990? <laughs> Yo, that's my shit! Why? <laughs> Yo, that's my shit! <laughs> and they're left to defend New York City from Yo. the foot soldiers. This movie oh is the original Ninja it's Turtles the from 1990. Movie ever. <laughs> I still I, watch this shit. I had, got on DVD. Had everything. Had dance moves. It had karate. Uh, like I said, it had mutant Ninja Turtles. Uh, <laughs> and a rat that was oversized that was also a master Cowabunga. Of, of kung fu. Um, if you haven't yeah. seen this movie, and this I just found out, this movie was made, made independently. Budget was thirteen point five million. They made two hundred and two million off the movie, which is crazy. In the nineties, uh, that's banana. Yeah. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles was just a, a huge franchise. This is kind of what launched it. They even got the remakes now that my nephew watches and he loves them. I think they suck. And I still watch them. <laughs> I, I watch the remakes. <laughs> Yo, uh, I feel cartoons, you. Cartoons, video games were built off of this. It actually used to be a comic, and that's how they they started it. Um, but it was just one of my favorite movies as a child. I remember my dad got this movie for me. Um, and I mean, I'm sure we've all seen it. I've heard of it. Um, I had a crush on um, April. April. Yeah, I had a big crush on April. She was the only woman in I the had show, the really. comic books. Yo, shout out my best friend, man. We used to go to Blockbuster and with the we, we used to rent the uh, cartoon miniseries yeah. every Saturday, dog. The video ah. game was fire. Everything was video fire, game was man. Crazy. Wow. Nintendo. <sighs> Alright, that bitch working, nigga. We about to go in. Uh, anybody have a favorite turtle before I give this thing a wave? Uh, I think my man is Raphael. I think I was Michelangelo and Donatello. I was a fool with a staff. Maybe it's the woman turtle that came on later in the series. No, <laughs> you don't remember her? No. Oh, you don't think I she would, was cool? I would she choose had the her. Carolina, she had the Carolina blue. No. Yeah, she did. She That's did. terrible. Yeah. <laughs> I thought I'm that gonna, was gonna be I'm all gonna, you. Um, Donatello. Yeah, I fuck with Everybody Donatello. liked Michelangelo. Come on. Mikey was cool. He was annoying. Cowabunga. Raphael was very angry. That says a lot about your Michael personality. Michelangelo was just a fun-loving guy. Donatello was kind of like the, the party, brains. Dude. And then my favorite, Teenage Leonardo, he was the leader. Oh, yeah. And he had the closest relationship to Splinter. Do you know why I never could like Leonardo? Because my best friend had all the weapons, the real weapons, like real nunchucks, real staff. <laughs> Don't don't I'm not gonna dive into detail, but the nigga dad taught ninjutsu anyway. Okay. So that's why he had the weapons, and he would never let me fucking have the sword. He probably knew he better. Never let me have the sword. So I was like, well, fuck that. So I always either had the side of nunchucks. I got you. So wow. That's why I never really was rocking with Leo. <laughs> Even though I love Leo, I could never be Leo when we played. So yeah, I was right like, well, fuck. Yeah. I mean, Leo is my favorite. I just like the the relationship he had with Splinter. I thought that was cool. He was kind of the one that talked to Splinter every time. That's the Splinter. Yeah. He's he's like the leader. He was like the Yo, point guard of the remember turtles. Remember in the movie where he made them meditate and they found that nigga? Oh, yeah. He was like, I know what we need to do. They got around. They meditated. Yo, that shit was so deep. As an adult, that's my scene. As a kid, I, I was to like, watch this that shit tonight sucks. If I can stay up. 
right, my bad, my bad. <laughs> All right, but you know, it's this beautiful. I'm not going to give it five waves, but I'm not also not going to give it one wave. I'm going to say Ninja Turtles. The fact that I can still watch it to this day, to this, oh, I'm going to say four waves. I didn't too much care for the spinoff. The second one was better than the third. But this, the original is second always the one best. Was def- you know, and you never every get time I watch it, I got to get first. some pizza. <laughs> Yo, dog, they promoted the fuck out some pizza. It was like you exactly. could not watch the shit and not crave pizza. And they shit used to be extra cheesy. Oh, my God. Yo, remember my man in number two, and he tossed it up in the air, and Leonardo was sliced oh, that yeah, shit up. shit got missing. And that shit go flying everywhere, yeah. on it, magically onto their plate. If you can see the smile Let me find out fuel still open. Right I deal with some Chinese. I think I'm some pizza right hey, now. Hey, yo, Donnie, toss me a ninja slice. I got you, bro. Hey, yo, Statue of Liberty. <laughs> Anybody know what Cowabunga actually means? Isn't it hang 10? Uh, something like that. It's like hang losers. Uh, all right, man. Here we go again. Another long episode, even though we said it was going to be a short episode. Man. That's Thank why you, we Johnny, can't say it. for that movie minute, man. If y'all got some uh, reminiscence, if y'all seen Turtles, if you haven't seen Turtles, fire stick that shit. Rent that shit off Voodoo. <laughs> Um, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 1 is a great movie um, Write us let us know what you think of the movie minute Kickershitpod at gmail.com Listen this has been episode 58 of the Kickershit Podcast Jukebox Johnny where can they find you at Hey you know where it's at man Twitter, Instagram, J-U-K-3-B-O-X-J-O-H-N-N-Y I am thinking about taking a digital detox So we'll see But uh, mm. still there for right now Alright Miss Nigga where can they <laughs> find you at I'm still and everything at Miss New Bougie, M-I-S-S-N-E-W-B-O-U-R-G-I-E. Listen, y'all, I want you to talk to us. We talk back. So you can hit us up on our email I've already mentioned. We're on Instagram and Twitter, kicking shit, at Kicking Shit Pod. We're also on Facebook. Just look up KSP. I'm your boy, Jumpman Jones. You can find me on Instagram at Soul Train Company, like the soul of a shoe. Or you can find me on Twitter. That's Soul Train Co. Thank you for rocking with us this Monday. Listen, everybody have a great week. Put your best foot forward. Stay positive. And as long as you can believe, you can achieve. Yeah, I ripped that shit. Anyway, yo, y'all have a good week, man. We will talk to y'all next week.